October 25th, 10, 11 p.m. I, 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 I know I played this song before, but I like the song a lot, so, you know. The extended version, too, you know. Just for a little bit to like sort of play some of the song at least. Set me free, white man. Got a lot of talk about it. Already. Fuck. It always piles up, and there's more narratives that need to be interpreted. You know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. I'm not a genius. Don't give me shit. You know. Uh, you will, you, a lot of you will hold me more accountable than you will hold actual people in office. Or you will hold people who have bigger fucking platforms that just do the status fucking quo. You know? Set me free, why don't you be? Get up my love, why don't you be? begin. We're living in a world where Howard Stern and fucking Kanye West are fucking, you know, having a pretend feud. <laughs> it's, it is a pretend feud, whether you want to realize it or not. It's just Kanye is appeasing some of the, some of the, he's a, he, because, because every, because here's the thing, uh, there's people that say, hey, um, why didn't you have issue when Kanye was doing anti-black stuff, right? And that seems to be part of the discourse where I'm seeing where people are now kind of shutting that down. But that's a valid question. I mean, you, you, like, the people, I mean, you're asking the people who are condemning him, some of them at least, to, to answer that question. But then at the same time, it's like whenever people would do that, there would be people who got, you know, who have platforms that would basically tell you, hey, 
just leave Kanye alone. There's other fucking shit to, you know, like, you know, just let, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you, like, like don't kill a black man's freedom of expression because he is expressing what he, like, that would be the conservative um, element of, of defending, you know, his anti-blackness, like the propaganda that he would basically help fuel for, uh, uh, you know, the new right-wing fucking adjacent uh, jerk-off that are going to be following him and now using him, like, you know, as an example of, like, well, Kanye said it and I like Kanye so I can be racist while the biggest fucking neoliberal type fucking centrist jerk-offs well, like, whenever they attack Kanye, fucking sound... Like, even if you're calling... Like, even if some people, like, who are not black were calling out Kanye's anti-blackness, they would never fucking point out that, like, behind the scenes, everyone has to fucking do propaganda, even if it means shitting on your own people. You know what I mean? They'll do that for any fucking minority group that exists to shit on their own people. Or in a generalized fucking way, partake in, you know, anti-people anti, anti of color. You know what I mean? Like, like, you might have Asians or Muslims having to partake in anti-blackness. You might have some of the, some of the, you know, uh, LGBTQ members who are part of the delegations. Like, I'm talking about, like, not people of the community. Like, you know, talking about people who like get to represent for their community but also being a part of the system which the system by default is a corrupt system so like everyone is it's it's like it's like it's like if it's like sopranos doesn't represent all italians but in the delegation like even though there would be uh, like like the, that crew being the like you know representing for italian pride even though they would do things to like kind of like like you know kind of shit on their own community also it it applies to like every every group that fucking functions within a white supremacist fucking system, you know. But yeah, no, you, I mean, they they they're purposely making they're purposely making it see like I'm not talking about the people who are bad faith actors. I'm talking about people who legit have always like even before this Kanye West stuff fucking happened, who would literally have legit qualms about. Certain executives that exist, and it doesn't have to just be Jewish executives, but there is a fucking history of people in the music industry who happen to be Jewish, who happen to be politically tied to Mossad and you know, the the private prison companies. It, it 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 can be from every single fucking you know race or every single fucking religion or whatever the fuck it is, but like the fact that like that isn't fucking addressed. But then th- throughout history you will generalize all black people's issues of being anti-Semitic. And then when you have, like, propped up, uh, propped up figures like a Louis Farrakhan or a Kanye West, like, even though they'll say stuff that resonates with the community, that does make sense, whether you want to agree with it or not, they'll also be a dangerous rhetoric. But then it's like, who else do black people have to basically um, um, call out issues that they're dealing with? Even if the person that they're getting the info from might be doing it in a bad faith kind of way by generalizing and all that. Like, what what difference is that compared to people who have literally... Like, for example, people are like, well, if, if Jewish people were saying some racist shit about black people, they'd be called out for it. I don't know. Howard Stern ha- had made a whole fucking career of doing it by having Robin at his side to fucking disarm any criticism from black people who would criticize Howard. And then yet Howard will use his, um, you know, his 
quote unquote experience in the black neighborhood. If he if he really was down with black people and he lived in the neighborhoods, then he would also then know that like the like he would always bring it up in the negative way where it's like oh yeah um you know I I grew up in a black neighborhood and they would be really really home like he would he would do stuff like that. Whenever people argue about Howard Stern being racist, they'll bring out the obvious fucking, uh, you know, the obvious comedy bits that don't age well, obviously. And and, I, and I'm not saying that that isn't a valid fucking complaint, whatever, right? But whenever you argue around bits, like, you know, comedy bits that are considered comedy bits and all that, <clears throat> there's always going to be a talking in circle fucking thing because the people who are going to defend it by saying... Oh, that's like a long time ago. That was just a comedy. Doesn't mean he was mocking this and all that kind of shit. Like you know, the substance for like him doing the Ted, De- like him imitating Ted Danson, doing the blackface. People will justify it, right? Even if you think you know it's still wrong, whatever, right? But then there's other fucking intellectualized racist fucking shit that fucking Howard does and has done that get fucking put to the fucking side. So that's why I say that, like, that's why I'm, like, focusing on the obvious fucking ones of him saying the N-word or doing the blackface, because then those are fucking always discussed by... it. it like, it, it never goes anywhere because the people won't be alarmed by that. People will defend that shit. And the funny thing is the people who defend that shit are the ones who are bringing it up because they think Howard is, uh, you, know, uh, you know, a liberal. And because people think Howard's anti-Trump, they're going to overlook like, the past bits and not cancel Howard because right now he seems like he's on the right side of fucking history, even though him and others are probably using Kanye as a fucking guinea pig. I don't think this Kanye feud with him is fucking real whatsoever. And and the, and the funny thing is, like, like, Kanye, in some of the things that he might fucking say, he'll put a little bit of fucking truth into it. And because everyone who who's over the people who are fucking covering Kanye and milking this controversy, it, like 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 T Y T to me, like you you would think they wouldn't be on the mainstream media's level. You would think they take this time to go. Okay, even this this is happening right now. Even though this is happening right now, there's a dangerous interview that Bill Maher just did, and part of me wonders if that's them fucking tra- uh, transferring to the fucking right wing side because slowly but surely they're bringing in. They'll be like they'll be the first one to go oh my god they're talking about culture war fucking issues and yet then you're doing the exact same fucking thing by fucking falling for the fucking obvious and the so another the people who are fucking calling for the you know who are condemning kanye are already discredited to the people online because people think people people think that being online and being a part of the online contingent that suddenly means that it's more genuine because it's not part of a fucking platform unless it's a platform that is getting popular online and you think okay well this is organic, so that must mean that this person is telling the truth because they're saying the mainstream media is fucking bad. But, like, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, is, like, in my personal opinion, Kanye is kind of involved with the Zionist as well. Like, he's involved with the Christian Zionist, and it's, like, it's basically by making it seem like the most has happened. First of all, this could be a way, again, he, he's going to be fucking, he's going to be fine. But like they're making they're making it seem like he's getting canceled because he's not thinking like a Democrat, like they're doing the ultimate cancel culture thing. But yet he keeps doing a round of fucking interviews. He hasn't been canceled. He's still fucking rich. People will actually argue that him, like people actually like here's the thing. I, I think they're trying to make it look 
like he's trying to separate from corporations because he's going to be funded by other fucking think tanks. You know what I mean? So you're getting away from the obvious ones. They're making it look to the people who already don't trust the system as is. Look like, oh, look, there's more punishment for um, this happening than there's ever been. But, like, you've let fucking Joe Rogan, you've let other fucking public figures run amok. You've literally, like, the people who, who are going to fucking, you know, for like, not, like, all I'm saying, if you want people to take this Kanye West fucking thing seriously, then maybe explain why it's fucking um, a lot more dangerous right now with and what he's fucking doing because they know that everyone is gonna bring up in, um, the fucking inconsistency in who we call out and what we fucking call out. Like, and, and again, and some of these fucking people that pretend to be on the quote unquote progressive side, they are, this is why the right wing is fucking winning the culture war because they are taking over conspiracies and the fucking people who are moderate Democrats and even some of the fucking progressives are fucking allowing that to fucking happen, where you're actually helping pushing people to the fucking, uh, to, to the right wing. Because, like, there's people who, by, by default, it, you know, people who are, who, who, and this is before the Kanye West thing fucking ever happened, bringing up how Israel has also treated black people, or how, you know, how Jewish executives have used black voices for their propaganda and 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 I believe and I, I believe executives in all forms and all that kind of stuff and all you know all, all colors and all that kind of stuff have made made people in in, in different communities portray portray images and make it look like they're the like this is why I haven't I have a, I have a fucking um uh, an issue with always making it seem like uh, um, black rappers are the ones who are the number one gangsters because look and then you pretend you don't get their life because because no one because no one lives in the projects obviously and people who have lived or have experienced what like what goes on in those communities they will like only see it in in a certain view but like when you're a public figure and and you're already a rapper and you're signed to a major deal and you're still doing that shit it's not because oh they can't break away from the fucking streets it's because they're put there to fucking to to perpetuate even fucking more and 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 the real gangsters are the ones that are fucking signing their fucking check like you know that that, that lyric, like no one bring like if you were to bring nuance to the conversation so you could prevent more anti-semitism from existing then maybe i would trust but because like a lot of these fucking political jerk offs who pretend like they're uh, like they 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 think they're fucking do, do, doing god's work by fucking doing the most mediocre analysis on fucking the political fucking spectrum all you're doing is reacting to fucking tucker carlson and you're propping up more of your fucking your favorite villains from the fucking uh from Oh look! Oh, what did what did uh, Jordan Peterson say today? What did Matt Walsh say today? You're promoting all these fucking guys. People from TYT who have broken off to go into other directions have become more fucking right wing. You name your fucking you name your fucking um your your news organization after a fucking genocide. And I know you've addressed it before, but exactly. But, but the thing is, is like, wh- why would anyone fucking think that your guys are credible? Like, why would your analysis be fucking credible when you're not even bringing anything new to the fucking table? There's a way to fucking prevent it, but a lot of you are. A lot of you who cover this are not fucking doing that properly, in my personal fucking opinion.
In fact, I, I saw, I, 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 out of all the takes I've fucking seen, this is a good one from Robbie Martin from uh, Media Roots. He actually had a really, really good one. He, he, he has a lot of good takes. Sometimes I'm, I'm not smart enough to fucking understand every single thing because he goes deep in with, like, some of the names and some of, like, you know, the, like, 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 the, like the PNAC stuff and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I, I can never fucking keep, I'm too stupid to keep up with it. I, you know what I mean? Like, not that, like, the information is bad or anything. Like, he does a good job at researching and all that. I just, I'm too stupid. But I, I, when, when I see one that actually fucking, you know, uh, you know, um, that I can fucking, you know, e- even simplify, you know what I mean? Let me see where it is. Hold on. So, 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 so you go right here. I believe Israel's never gonna go down or comply with term of international law without a brutal fight. So it actually not be um, out of the realm of reason to me that Israel would conflate Israeli criticism with anti-Semitism simply by a- amplifying anti-Semitism. So yes, I'm establishing an armchair conspiracy theory that Israel benefits immensely from the perception that anti-Semitism is rapidly growing in the U.S. Anything that will dwarf or make it makes it seem significant criticism of Israel, they are um, they will try uh, guaranteed. But I don't finish my conspiracy theory yet. If I was going to point the finger at any shady entity that is funding the rise of anti-Semitism in the U.S., it would be Israel and their cutout lobbying groups as number one suspects. Like, that's a fucking good fucking take. You think any of the progressive fucking outlets that are supposed to be the voice of the fucking people will fucking tell you about that shit? No. But but at the same time, it's also, you know, a lesson to all, all, all of us that have listened, like, and this like, goes to Kanye, this goes for all, all I think we're, we, we live in a society that, and at a dangerous fucking level, because now it's like, uh, like, like, being associated with celebrities is like a number one fucking goal, it's like easy to do now, because you can just be, like, you can easily be Drake's B-man, where you go around with Drake and you go fucking looking for bees who are gonna be bothering Drake, like, there's levels of fucking, like, these guys are so fucking rich that you can fucking basically be a stooge, Every, a lot of people for their favorite celebrities don't want to admit that they're all partaking. It doesn't mean that every single one of them is purely fucking evil. But if you can't at least admit that everyone in the fucking system has to do some form of propaganda or some shit like that, then, like, how are you ever going to fucking change what the system fucking is? You fucking make it... You get... Like, like even people who are supposed to be, like, you know... Like, like the people on the left that do fucking call out fucking right-wing fucking grifting and all that... But, like, you pretend like there isn't a whole fucking system that's orchestrated where it's, like, a nonstop fucking fuel fuel for war. Like, like you like you have, like, Nancy Pelosi coming out and saying shit like, George Floyd, thank you for your sacrifice. And now people are going to be like, oh, this is how you look at, you know, why should I trust Nancy Pelosi? You're saying stuff like this. But maybe if you fucking, ex- I, and I'm not saying it would make it any better, 
I'm going to explain that we're in a fucking war, uh, we're in a fucking uh, a revolutionary kind of war behind the scenes that's now spilling out to the uh, outside, where everything is going to fucking implode. Maybe people understand that fucking that that people who are on 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 one side are going to be targeted by the fucking law, and then people who are fighting for the fucking fascism are going to be fighting for another entity that is the that's funding them. You know that makes it seem like they're the most organic ones on social media, while they're getting 30,000 fucking retweets that are fucking from bots or fucking bot accounts already. No, you know, I mean, the, people just fall for these stupid culture war shit. And, 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 the, and the reason why, the reason why I fucking, I, I understand, like, even with, like, the, the pro wrestling element that's seeping in, like, there's barely, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, this is why I kind of keep to myself with the political thing, because because, because, because a lot of people, pe- people don't want to deal with, like, the right-wing fucking fan bases that might listen to these shows to come at them and all that, if they dare, because, again, you give your opinion on anything political, you'll be met with fucking a lot of fucking right-wing fucking people who will fucking, you know, pretend like they're the ones that are for freedom, but then they hate that their side is being fucking, you know, generalized in some fucking way. When and, and it's not even that the, 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 these people think that the, 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 I'm already saying some of the, the the dumbed down ones who don't have any power that are just falling for propaganda. I'm not saying that they can't be turned around, but there's already so many fucking people that are funded by the right wing to look like regular fucking people, but somehow they'll become social media fucking famous. Because, like, the jobs that people might have are genuine, but if you're, like, an online personality, that that also means you're a person who has... It's, it's like 90s WWE, where you have somebody wrestling, but they have, like, an actual civilian job. Like, oh, look, the D- Duke's a dumpster Joshi. Oh, look, the local, you know, but, but he's here to be a sports entertainer. It's, like, symbolism of that. But people would rather prevent fucking a revolution to happen in pro wrestling or other entertainment forms. That's why they've made wokeness seem like such a fucking bad thing because they present it in such a fucking limited fucking way where now you want to go and regress to the 90s because the 90s seemed cooler because people were not po- were politically incorrect. Even though the political, politically incorrect stuff is still politically correct because you're doing it at the behest of fucking a far right-wing thing. Even if you think that it's a cool fucking thing and it seems a lot more fun and all that, you don't fucking realize that shit. But again, when you have people that are beholden to entertainment, what do you fucking expect, really? I don't know. So I guess yeah, Kanye was, uh, you know, uh, his agency, it's a C- the, the CAA, whatever the fuck it is, Def Jam, Adidas, they all got rid of fucking... It's like he's trying to fucking get rid... He tried try to them to get him cancelled. But th- th- this is good... Trust me, it's not gonna fucking... D- d- people already see him... Like, once you do this aggressive level of fucking... Uh, and I'm not talking about people who, like... 
Because, again, like, some of these fucking progressives have to fucking, uh, like, get out of their own ass where they think that everyone's watching, but, like, their fucking show and that they're reaching people. But there's people that see that every, when people are trained to think that every, like, people that are attacking someone randomly and they, and again, there's some people that will blindly just accept it. They'll buy into the whole radio won't play my jam syndrome that Eminem fucking did. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look, uh, he's not being played on MTV, even though he's being played on MTV. He's not being played on the radio, he says he's not being played on the radio, he's being played on the fucking radio, you know what I mean, like, you know, people can do that, right, but then there's some people that are not politically involved, and they just see that somebody speaks out, but then there's other elements that they've never spoken out before in other fucking situations, and now you're making this seem like it's the most dire situation, and by the way, this is not me downplaying and saying it's not a dire situation, because we're almost at the fucking end times, we're fucking close to imploding, and more and more the right wing is giving you fucking uh, talking points, and giving you these, uh, uh, you know, these overall symbolic fucking speeches that are gonna fucking be a bad fucking thing, because they're getting their fucking slowly and surely because they're taking because like their plans to implement it and Kanye is one of the fucking people that's going to help implement it with his fucking influence and 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 this is why people who then pretend like Kanye West is is the is is the most fucking evil from this shit and people are not going to buy into your shit because there's other like how, how many passes has Joe Rogan got with the cold, because I see TYT fucking, uh, you know, not even going after some of the fucking, um, you know, him bringing on white supremacist to basically give them fucking safe fucking haven or spreading his fucking anti-trans or anti-LGBTQ fucking shit because he can't admit that he took a fucking dick. No one fucking thinks that's dangerous, and then that's also fucking dangerous. You see, you see what I mean? When you only fucking focus on one, and, and I, again, I expect this from the mainstream media to do this, but I would expect fucking better from fucking people who say they're fucking progressive. Because you can fucking still fucking say what Kanye West is doing is dangerous, but if you fucking refuse to even answer why there's other situations that have not been answered for, that pe- and people have been asking those questions even before. I know there's bad faith actors that are now bringing up because Kanye's getting in trouble, but there has been... It, it just proved that a lot, a lot of people don't fucking like to listen to black people. Because if you're, not, if you're gonna ignore... Like, some of the fucking horror stories that you heard from different artists who have been robbed, um, who have been robbed by, again, again, what they call people are, people can always generalize the entire fucking black community when something fucking homophobic fucking happens. There'll be think pieces about how, oh, look, Kevin Hart says something homophobic, how, this, this is how black men are ruining everything. They'll do enough fucking think pieces on that, and you let that fucking go on, no one fucking pushes back on, 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 the, on those avenues. You don't explain how, like, the system by, by default has fucking creeps in it who fucking sexually assault fucking pre- and again people are gonna say oh when did that fucking happen i don't know you are kelly fucking weinstein epstein all you guys that have connections you you don't think that there's some fucking thing going on where this is being normalized the, f- the fact that uh, uh, terry cruz um uh, a, a, a fucking executive was comfortable enough at a fucking party to grab him by his fucking dick you think if that wasn't a fucking uh, a regular fucking thing that was going on in these fucking industries you think he would fucking be doing that at a fucking public party no it means that he would have called he was comfortable with this one time they made it a fucking they, they made it a story live so then, then they fucking then made terry cruz act like a fool even more by shitting on his own people after the fact and all that
whatever, man, you know. Let me go to this fucking comment. Again, this is a fucking fake. Oh, where is it? Hold on. Get out my life. Why don't you be? Hold on. apology what is the version uh of the apology short of kissing howard stern's dick i don't think anyone wants to kiss howard stern's dick that's the whole point howard stern nobody wants to kiss your dick so shut the fuck up <laughs> i said hey, by the way i'm antagonizing you howard stern i used to be a fan of you yeah me too yeah not I'm still not, a fan not, sometimes not, now you're just doing clickbait like everybody else now you're just well, I mean, it's ironic that he's saying that because he's doing the exact same fucking thing by doing all these interviews. But, I mean, Howard's always done clickbait his entire fucking career. Let's be fucking real about that. You listen to Howard's show in the fucking 90s and and, 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 and let's say, and, and show, show someone this fucking show who doesn't know who Howard is and 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 play this fucking show for them play clips of it from them their bits and all their fucking provocative fucking talk don't tell anyone that it's from the fucking 90s see if they fucking realize oh this happened today because because that's why a lot of the fucking um counterculture alt fucking right has fucking you know culminated into basically Howard Stern fucking, that's his fucking legacy. I know people are so hell-bent on making Howard Stern's fucking legacy that he sold out once he became a cat-loving, trophy-wife-having, uh, liberal fucking jerk-off. You know what I mean? And and again, people people who people would expect me because, because I hate Howard that I will go, hmm, Kanye hates Howard too, so now I'm going to take Kanye's side because he's calling, you know, Hansy will support anti-Semitism because he's calling out a fucking other jerk-off. And I've seen enough people condemn Kanye and also condemn Howard, but then there's people who are supposed to be liberal that are like, oh, Howard's going to fuck you up. That well, Why do you think Candace, Candace Owens can get a, Candace Owens is going to be winning the fucking argument? At old man Howard. All right. Now, Howard Stern, this is the first time anyone's said your name in years. Your own family doesn't say your name unless they're calling to get their bills paid. <laughs> You're going hard. Uh, I'm just See, that's beautiful right there. That's much better than calling Jewish me. If you say it's a shitty... See, so, you know, he, he he's, right, he's right about Howard, but the problem is he's probably... Because I believe, my personal opinion, I believe Howard's aligned with fucking Trump. Just like a lot of these fucking people who made profits off of calling out Trump in the most limited, boring way fucking possible. They, they took the brunt of all the fucking money for the anti-Trump stuff. And then they're gonna, and they did the most boring way fucking possible. You had some fake leftist fucking discrediting them for even mentioning Russia on any fucking situation. Because, like, it's done in the most hacky fucking way possible. But, it, again, I, I, again, it, it, I noticed that fucking because, like, I don't trust the neoliberals or neoconservatives. When when both of them, like, in the, during the Obama's year and during the Trump year, would keep fucking focusing on Russia and not focusing on what fucking U.S. imperialism has done, I'll admit that it fucking made me not even fucking consider Russia even a fucking threat. 
and I'm not even saying that Russian people or like, the entire fucking community, but like the only way that Putin is evil to these people is that if Putin fucking is the one that infiltrated the U.S., not like the archetypes, the architects behind fucking 9/11 or the neocon that have planned all this war, like they couldn't be the ones who get in Putin's fucking ear to be the fucking new boogeyman. And he and they're gonna align with them. Like, see that that's why I don't fucking trust fucking people who then base their whole personality during the whole Russia Gate thing to be the ones that go we're Russia Russia Gate the the um debunkers and all that kind of shit because it was always done in a limited fucking way. It was designed for Trump to fucking look like he is escaping all this fucking scrutiny, this unfair fucking scrutiny that he's promoting to his fucking base. In my personal opinion. And I know people, dangerous people are listening to what I'm fucking saying. Because there's been a fucking a little bit of increase in my uh, in my listenership, unfortunately. I, and again, I know people will be like, well, why would that be a bad thing for you to get more listeners? I, I know at a time where it's getting worse. And I'm getting weird voicemails from fucking people who are not fucking being obvious. But they're like, they're, they're name dropping who's stalking them. But they sound like Patriot Group members. And I think some of the names they mentioned were people from fucking Periscope, from, you know, some of the fucking Patriot Group Periscopes that I, I remember. Again, I haven't been, I, I haven't spoken to any of those Periscope people or know what they're fucking up to, whatever, in a long fucking time. But, you know, it, it was a, tr- I think it's a trick for me to get in, to go, go and uh, get in and talk to this person. And then they could fucking then try to, you know, gain some fucking communique with me or something like that. But I just blocked the fucking account. I block any account. Again, I my my fucking uh, you know my uh, at mentions the, 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 they're a graveyard, right? And that's actually pretty fucking good for me. You know, what I mean, I know people will go, well, that's fucking bad. No one's gonna fucking you know think you're relevant. But I know that the important people are fucking watching me. They're not. They're always monitoring what I'm fucking writing in my fucking private fucking journals and all that. I know, you know what I mean? They always fucking hint at it. They close the subreddit so they can fucking discuss what I'm fucking writing and how they're going to go about the next level of fucking harassment that I have documented on my fucking Twitter. The same, you know. I don't know. Instead, we got fucking Halloween discourse, and all all the you know, because the the political people want to be in the entertainment world, right? So like, even when they cover the fucking news, they got to cover like Halloween fucking stories. It's like again, you expect this from fucking mainstream media. This is the stuff that fucking people used to make fun of the mainstream media for doing in the two thousand tens, specifically falling for all these fucking little culture wars about the war on Christmas. Oh my god, they don't want anyone to say fucking Christmas and all that fucking bullshit. But can you see how beholden our fucking society is? Like, here, here's an example. You're telling people to get over. Like, uh, a pizzeria having a Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, like, uh, a Je- Jeffrey Dahmer fucking theme for a pizza or a fucking display for Halloween. 
Like, 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 like the jerk-offs at TYT, for example. Like, you know, like, the fact that they, again, the realest news organization ever who called out the mainstream media, but then also partake in the same fucking mainstream media. And, and the problem is, they will, the problem is, like, they'll be told that I'm talking shit about them. The problem is, they, they, they will look at someone like me, more of a fucking threat to calling them out, more so than the fucking people that, you know, are basically telling them to have the most hackiest analysis on the fucking world like they'll cover some good shit they'll have have some good analysis on other fucking issues but then they fucking then break into the fucking co- and again w- w- once like guys like jimmy Dore or tyt or other fucking people pretend like they're the realist who fucking um call up mainstream media and all that okay cool i'm gonna take your fucking word at it so then like you know what i mean because again you you want the fucking credit for every single fucking thing good that you fucking do but then you also don't because you're part of the system you're you're also now allowed to pretend like you are uh you know um are, are, are not allowed to be fucking criticized like you'll fucking people will shit on me and 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 declare me fucking and again you declare me fucking crazy right so here i am saying crazy fucking shit right but again you can use that to weaponize me to suppress my fucking image and fucking suppress everything about me keep me from earning any fucking money and all that and and yet and yet what's it called you will fucking lie a, a lot of you will fucking lie about certain fucking things you won't fucking change anyone's fucking mind with your fucking rhetoric whatsoever because it's so fucking limited in what you can fucking say and you let the right wing take over with this is why i keep thinking that jank is going to turn into a republican again because once you start out as a republican then you know what you mean because maybe he did good behind the scenes by getting a fucking progressive thing but at the same fucking time i hope they don't fucking go but with some of the way that they fucking cover some of their fucking stories it seems like they're implementing fucking more fucking right-wing fucking level of thinking basically while pretending oh my god like they're falling for the culture war about halloween oh my god can you not make a big deal about a serial killer i get then, then you wonder why people don't fucking i don't know like you you did a fucking story about fucking how mass shooters want to be fucking famous. I don't know, but when you have Jeffrey Dahmer fucking um uh, um um ex- uh, displays on your fucking thing, yeah, I wonder I wonder where people would would want to get the idea of fucking being a serial killer. They'll be fucking immortalized. Oh my god, the left hates fun because they're poking again. Listen, all I think it is is a fucking way for you to promote a fucking pizzeria. That's like the new fucking market outrage station going on. You can't fucking fathom that they the state sanctioned fucking hits where fucking the elite fucking plan on who they're gonna fucking kill. And yet, and yet all, 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 and all you fucking all you people have to fucking say is go oh go ahead and vote. Yeah, I know people are going out to vote. They're being intimidated by fucking right wing militias. Oh, great fucking! I know you, you guys have no fucking solution to what's fucking going on on the surface to motivate mainstream media. Fucking people will do it, but again, nobody in the fucking nobody in the progressive fucking media ha- has any fucking solution for what's gonna be what's gonna be happening. Great fucking going.
Oh my god, can you believe a homeless uh, homeless man that was in prison but got let out fucking attacked a dog? We're going to talk about the crime rate going back up. I don't know, maybe let's talk about how the fact that the elites, the people who run that shit are the ones fucking bringing, bringing people out purposely to do fucking crimes, have them go fucking viral, and do it, and we live in an exploit, exploitative fucking um, thing where even, even like, oh look, I'm covering it, but you're also fucking adding to the fucking trauma porn of all this fucking shit as well. Like, there's countless of fucking other things going on. That, you know what I mean? And you go, oh, what if we do these criminal? I don't know, send them to Hollywood. That's where all of them fucking flourish anyways. They gotta be the fucking people who get a fucking, you know, pretend like they're speaking out about it because they're connected with bourgeois, other fucking liberals who only care about their fucking connections. Well, I can't even fucking talk to anyone I fucking know because they're more fucking concentrated on, oh, who they can be friends with within these bourgeois liberal fucking circles and all that kind of shit and who they can benefit off of. And they, people that used to fucking care about the socially conscious shit don't even care about that anymore because now they got a taste of fucking being a part of, like, you know, go, go, going to fucking, you know, fucking, you know, meet, meet and greet with the, the Obamas or the Clintons or whatever fucking bourgeois liberal you're trying to impress. Everything has to be tabloid. Hey, you, 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 what am I? No, no one takes that fucking shit. Oh my god, let's goo goo gaga over Trump and uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. Um, oh, oh, maybe fucking or something like that. Like, like who, who gives a shit? Like fucking talk about the fucking dangerous fucking shit that goes on with it. But again, again, you promote these. You guys claim, oh my god, Trump and Kanye are 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 are, are dangerous and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying they aren't. All I'm saying is that with the cold, you guys can't fucking stop talking about them. You guys gave them fucking platform. The, the same system. The same system that fucking hates him is also allowing him to go on all these fucking shows. By the way, he's still tied to a lot of these fucking fundamentalists. Because the entertainment shit has always been tied to fucking political shit. It, it, whether it be the military, CIA, FBI, Mossad, all that type of shit. Fucking the Saudi Arabia, Saudis, Russia, China. All, all, like, I'm not talking about in a generalized fucking sense. Like, everything has been literally fucking politicized. You think it's gonna... Me for, for, for example, a lot of the fucking right-wing fucking people are going, Oh my god, Hillary's talking about how the, the right-wing is gonna fucking steal the elections uh, for the midterms in 2024. And, of course, because she doesn't have any credibility to a lot of fucking progressives or the fucking right-wing that are gonna fucking hate her just for being... I, the, the, people have to realize that you, 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 you can fucking criticize Hillary's fucking record and, and shit on her and all that, but you can also recognize that, like, because you hate her for that... That you like, like you, you can fucking see that a bunch of right wing people are gonna fucking just hate, um, for the purpose of being misogynist. Like that's what drives them. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't mean that the criticism against Hillary Clinton are not fucking like because people always people who say they're left will always fucking d downplay the fucking funded right wing shit that they're doing. Even the, like they'll never go, hey, yeah, the right wing is calling out Hillary, but they don't actually mean it because they're actually co-signing other fucking corrupted fucking people in the in 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 the in the political fucking sphere. You know what I mean? But like Republicans have literally gone on record 
uh, have saying that they're gonna fucking not concede if the fucking elections results doesn't go their fucking way. They're promoting that they're gonna fucking cheat. And they're still telling you, oh, you gotta go and fucking vote. I mean, go and vote if you want, but it's like, it, it's like, you know, again, what's the fucking point? You're gonna go out there and do, and, and, and do what you have to fucking do with the cold, um, wait for fucking hours to go in, put, do, put all the effort into fucking putting in the box and all that kind of shit, and yet with the cold, you already know that they're gonna, they're already promoting this cheating fucking storyline that's going on? I, I couldn't even follow the Chinese spies again, you know what I mean? Because, again, because, like, the people who are, call, who are like, calling out right-wing people as well, they're like, oh, so you right-wing people thought Biden administration and Merrick Garland are going to go soft on China, huh? And it's like, like, there's spies of every fucking, every fucking country that's around the fucking world all over the place. So whenever they have specific situations... It's like you're purposely, like, there's other fucking ones that you could be calling out as well, but they're focusing on this one, and I don't know, again, I, again, I, I don't know who to believe on this China thing, because I know there's people that are being war hawks since the pandemic, well, I mean, even before the pandemic, but especially, which is why it's hilarious debating on which, oh, Biden or Trump fucking, you know, who amplified more Asian hatred, but, like, just because Trump was more transparent, and again, that's fucking bad, and, and, and making it seem like people were being censored for talking about the Wuhan lab and all that kind of stuff. That fucking put more aggression into it. The system helped fucking do that. And then at the same time, the fucking same people who are not, who are condemning fucking Asian hate crime and all that kind of stuff, they're still fucking normalizing that all this, um, this started in a Wuhan lab, which was also helping the right wing because the right wing was saying it before. And then now it looks like the people who are now, uh, like the same people that fucking they queue like the Democrats are fucking lying, right? All of a sudden, when the Democrats are repeating their fucking talking points because they, they played catch-up with them, now all of a sudden it's more credible. So, all of a sudden, the liars that they don't trust are now people that they trust because they were speaking their fucking point of view. So, again, I don't know. It has something to do with some telecom company. They try to fucking, you know, uh, you know, uh, obstruct fucking some investigation going on into it. I, again, I have no idea. All, all, I, all, all I can see is a bigger picture of, like, they're fucking organizing more Warhawk level fucking shit about, about you know, even, even though, like, there could be Israeli fucking spies, there could be Russian fucking spies, there could be Saudi fucking spies, there could be American spies all over the fucking place and all that shit. Suddenly, it's only, you know what I mean? That's why, I, that's why when people call out the corruption and all that, they do it at the behest of becoming more patriotic in the most fucking neoliberal, centrist fucking way possible. Now they're turning on fucking progressives for, um, I guess, uh, they're putting out a fucking, again, even that has to be a fucking storyline as well, where they fucking basically, like, like Jay Paul has to fucking pretend like, oh, this letter didn't fucking come from me. I, I, I wasn't there when this letter was sent out, so I don't agree with it and all that. But it was basically calling for diplomacy before the stuff gets fucking worse. And, they, and I'm not saying that they're pro-Putin and all that kind of shit. But again, they're, they're, they're purposely funding both sides of the shit. And they're and and then once some of the people who claim to be left will fucking say, oh, like Putin is like the big fucking bad sympathetic fucking figure, 
and you, because 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 like they know that people are awake now, right? I mean, in in some way, even though people are still asleep, they think that they're fucking awoken, even though they're still awoken within a fucking dream. But like they're awoken that they're point like by keep pointing like by, by keep fucking amp up while the world while fucking the U.S. is right now where people are suffering at, 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 you know at a very fucking high rate since this pandemic and systemically and all that kind of stuff. You know that by announcing constantly over and over again that you're giving more fucking money while ignoring other atrocities that are going on. You know that people who are not the fucking uh, who who are not following politics at a fucking high level are just gonna see that and go oh, like oh well you can't even fucking talk about like Ukrainian Nazis and all that kind of shit because like like that's making me unsure. But at the same time, people don't talk about how the fucking neocon fucking Nazis are fucking involved with fucking Russia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, involved with fucking Putin specifically. So, like, you know what I mean? So, so now anyone who's pushing back about, like, you know, because the money's not fully, the money's not really going to go help the fucking citizens. It's helping defense contractors. Most likely, right? It, w- it won't actually help. Maybe, maybe some of it will, whatever. But constantly fucking doing that. They're doing that so they can fucking manipulate people into fucking supporting fucking Putin. But like they both, but, but but like it's like they're funding both fucking sides of it on some fucking level. I don't know. I don't know what this uh, this Chinese spies thing has to do with. Let me see one second. So if you stole sensitive classified documents about China and today you see Chinese spies getting busted for espionage, you should probably pack your Trump force and one and flee the country. Uh, no, actually, no, they're going to be fine because you guys keep promoting the fact that these fucking guys are, you know, um, you guys are going to keep promoting the fact that, oh, we're going to get Trump. Oh, my God, Trump's at his last fucking leg. Can you believe we're going to get him? Then nothing fucking happens. And then you wonder why his base keeps thinking that he's the biggest fucking baby face in history. Yeah, go, go ahead with a false hope. Keep keep giving fucking false hope. That's the only thing you have. You're not fucking telling what the real reality of what's gonna fucking happen. In my personal fucking opinion, again, I don't know anything. So U.S. prosecutors tried uh, alleged uh, um, charged alleged Chinese spies with this is from Reuters trying to obtain secret documents in what Attorney General Merrick Garland said was one of the, one of three different schemes by Beijing meddling in the U.S. affairs by targeting U.S. citizens. Things I don't even know if any of this is fucking true or not, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I, again, I, again, I... But this is more, you know... Are, like, are these people tied to the whole Trump? Like, again, I don't know, because, again... Because, again, they, they, they're fooling people by making it think it's country versus fucking country. Which, which, which is what they're presenting, but like I, I, I personally see it as far right wing elements aligning to fucking together, and yet with the call, like there's like no one like you know who like really gives like really any good information about fucking what's going on. They all have like the you know, people that they take orders from, and they limit it.
and, and by the way, by 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 uh, advertising that the government labs are doing again, you don't know you know this is true, but people buy it right into it. Or um, you know, a, a university is working on a new COVID strain, and while all of this is fucking happening under the Biden administration, it's doing that on purpose because if something is fucked up going on, it's going to lead to more fucking right wing thinking, basically. Because because you're gonna see that it's all happening under fucking Biden and the Democrats and all that, so that even though like there's always been a fucking right wing trajectory of where the fucking the world is fucking going, so now it's easier at, at this time of day, this time of day because like even the Democrats focus so much specifically on Trump, every single fucking and I'm not saying they shouldn't. I wish they had done this with other fucking presidents as well, but but because like you did it with Trump and then they're, they're being quiet on purpose. Even though, like, the online contingent is still funded by billionaires online to basically call... So, they go, oh my god, like, they think it's the 90s by going, oh my god, CNN isn't talking about this. But it's like, people online are fucking talking about this. Probably more people online that fucking, you know, the, pe- the more people online that see this shit, m- more so than what they see on fucking CNN. Especially if, you know, people... The, especially if the right-wing think tanks are pushing it online. You know, there's like a new uh, um, UK prime minister again. He's a conservative guy, and I guess the, some of the con- some of the new right wing fucking people are hating him because he's a WEF supporter or something like that. Again, I have no idea about this, but you know what I mean. Like I don't know, it's like, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like an Indian guy. I thought it, it might be a Pakistani guy because then maybe fucking Vincent Man fucking. Uh, Maybe Vince Vince McMahon had fucking the script beforehand when he did that speech in the UK about the UK being, you know, uh, governed by Pakistani extraction. Holy shit, you know. Like, I understand people will get mad at me even for, like, keeping up with, like, right-wing elements in professional wrestling. And I, I think by being quiet about it or by shutting people down, it's like, I wouldn't mind characters being done who are doing the right-wing spiel, right? Okay, fine. Freedom of fucking speech, whatever. But then does anyone on the left from any of these fucking communities... Like, people would rather suppress... Any fucking compelling argument from a left thing, like they rather keep, they, people would rather fucking keep looking. Oh my god, can you believe how much racist WWE or WCW was back in like nineteen ninety five? And yet, you know what I mean. And, and yet, with a couple pretend like pretend like you know people are giving analysis to that, whatever, and all that. But 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 the same fucking time, it's like you're letting it. You're people are being quiet. Like moderate fucking liberal types are being quiet about about fucking like this kind of shit seeping in. And yet they're not advocating for fucking... They would rather make it seem like they're the ones advocating uh, for censorship of fucking people when you could literally have fucking characters who could disarm this fucking shit, no fucking problem. 
Except people, some people, the people who are lefty in the, in, in the wrestling world, they don't even fucking fight for that. Because they've made it look like being woke and all that kind of shit is fucking some horrible neoliberal fucking thing. And the people who are being fucking ignorant non-fucking stop. Like, I'll see people who are right-wing leaning, who are clearly, like, in the edgelord right, who will say that, like, oh, they're more organic to their community and then amplify ignorant stuff, basically tying in ignorant stuff to the, to the organic fucking stuff. But then when, any, when, any, when anyone has a revolutionary kind of fucking gimmick, like, they will fucking shit on it because that person might not be completely fucking genuine in living that life. But if it's just a fucking character, why can't you have a character who will fucking, you know, you know counter the fucking right-wing shit? Why isn't there any character that will ever... Like, again, I'm saying, with, even within the fucking... Even within the fucking... Uh, even within the fucking world of... Um, even within the fucking world of fucking kayfabe, there's been a lot of racist, sexist, homophobic moments. Like, wouldn't there be any... It's, it's like the, the Marvel Universe, MCU, not mentioning fucking any, a, a, any racism that fucking existed prior to, like, the, to, to the Captain... To, like, the, you know, um, you know the, 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 the Captain America thing that was going on. The black Captain America shit. You can't... Have that fucking freedom. So that you rather fucking, you know. Again, this stuff is going to keep seeping in, you know. And, and people are going to keep ignoring it until it gets too fucking late to fucking ignore it. No one's, like, speaking out about it on, you know. Because, you know, a lot of people fucking do business with, like, the system that fucking produces this kind of fucking behavior. These companies help do that. No one wants to call that out. Like, no one will get their fucking access to it, you know what I mean? You can keep talking about, oh, look, uh, this fucking guy who voted against gay marriage. Is it Chris or Christ? I don't know what his name is. Against DeSantis. And people are giving him the bare... This guy voted against fucking gay marriage and fucking other fucking, like, you know, conservative element type of shit. And yet he's getting all this props because DeSantis... And it doesn't even matter. DeSantis is going to fucking still win anyways. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are not going to fucking concede. Again, when you have this as your fucking choice, and you have DeSantis, you have this, whatever, like, then you wonder why people are so disenfranchised, and people don't trust anything that goes on, and yet what they call your only solution is, okay, well, they're normalizing their fucking hatred, and they're training people to get on the fucking uh, verge of fucking slitting fucking throats of fucking minorities, and uh, having their guns ready to fucking go out for a civil fucking war, and all we get told is, oh, go ahead and vote. Go ahead and vote, even though like they're normalizing their fucking shit. Oh, trust me, you 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 think this anti-Semitism is bad? You better go out and vote for it. You better go out and vote against it. Yeah, when they're advertising, when they're fucking already advertising, they're already they're already fucking advertising. 
They rather, again, people don't want to talk about all this stuff because it's too much, but it's like pretty soon it's going to be hard to fucking, you know, n- not see this stuff. You can keep trying to ignore it on your, on your platforms and all that kind of shit. But, uh, but again, like, it, it just shows you that, like, people just, like, capitalizing off of fucking, like, the race talk when it's just trendy for you, for, for, for all of you people. And then, and then when, like, there's real fucking danger on, on looming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you do it in the most fucking, like, you, you, people who are already discredited, who are already aligned with fucking Trump himself. The people that are condemning Kanye are also aligned with Trump. That's what's fucking hilarious about the whole calling Kanye West is just being used as their fucking guinea pig to basically be that fucking. Trust me, he, he he's be, he's being prepped. People think it's only Candace Owens, but there's people in the industry that are doing it that are crossing over to the fucking right wing fucking side. But we're so beholden to entertainment. That's what runs the fucking world. You know what I mean? People want to be fucking stars. Last twenty seconds. I, I again. I got more shit to talk about, but I'll just play this. I'll play the fucking. You know. I know. trying to figure out if this is a pro-war or anti-war song but i i like it so see i always feel hesitant of playing goodnight saigon or whatever and all that but like i don't know if it's a po- it's supposed to be a fuck I, again i you know because billy joel like he, he i mean i don't know where he where he stands now but he's always been more of a socially conscious guy speaking out against certain atrocities going on and all that so i never so i always assumed that this is like a i always assumed that this was a fucking uh uh I, I, I always figured it was like kind of like a criticism, like the, the the line where it goes, you gave us Bob Hope, whatever, right? Like, I thought that was like a criticism of like, oh, look, we're fucking, you know, fighting this fucking war, but like you're giving us like a celebrity and all that. And we were so gung-ho to lay down our lives. I, 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 
I, I won't lie, I won't lie to you. The, the, the reason why I like this song is because uh, there's an SNL sketch that Will Ferrell did. And it was like, it was, um, uh, what's his name? What's that guy? Damon, is it Har- something hard? What was his name? Not, uh, it, was, it was like the last night of some other dude. I forget what his name was. The Ar- Artie Lang shows up in the end of the sketch for no reason. It was like 2009, it was like finale of 2009, whatever. And then Artie got like, Artie, Artie actually got a fucking, uh, like a. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me play the fucking. And there's a bunch of celebrity cameos in there and all that. Here, I'll, I'll play. I'll, I'll play. This is, this is, see, this, this is where I, 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 I always heard the song, but this actually made me actually really like the song because Will Ferrell did a good job in it. But this sketch was kind of fu- fucking funny, you know. So, any summer plans, gentlemen? Any vacays coming your way, way, way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the missus and I are heading down to Mexico for a couple of weeks in June. Ooh, Mexico. Land of the rising sun. I love it. <laughs> How about you, Keith? Well, the new baby, I think it's going to be more of a staycation, as in stay up while she cries-cation. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the gift of life is also the gift of having no life. <laughs> How about you, Ray? Where in the world is Raymond Federico going? <laughs> well, Jennifer and I have always wanted to travel through Southeast Asia, maybe hit Laos, Cambodia, Thailand, Vietnam. You've been to Vietnam, haven't you, Fritz? <laughs> Fritz, what was Vietnam like? Fritz? Is that a helicopter? He does a good job with it, eh? He kind of sounds like Billy Joel a little bit. Like four years ago. What time of year did you go? We 
The different celebrities are showing up. I, I can't keep it with all the celebrities that are showing up, whatever. This is that Col- Colin Joe said that he ro- he he, he uh, was right on the show, and this is the first time that he's ever seen someone that made a cameo like Artie Lang. And then when Artie Lang is leaving, the cr- some people in the crowd are like, "Oh my God, Artie!" Kind of. So he, he, he never saw that before. Whatever. Like, like a tourist? Yeah. But did something bad happen to him? I think he lost his luggage. <laughs> <laughs> So that everyone's getting their cameos, and now Tom Hanks is there. Paul Rudd. Now Artie Lang shows up. Norm McDonald's there, you know. Well, now you hear Artie, the people yell for Artie to watch it. That's Artie Lang's only appearance in there. Who, who, who else was in there? Hold on. So Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, uh, Daryl Hammond. Yeah, that's, that's the name. I, I think it was last night. Norm, Tom, in Celebrity Jeopardy, Artie Lang, Anne Hathaway, Elizabeth Moss, and Paul Rudd. You know, you know, uh, they, they were there. That's that's why that that sketch seeing that sketch is all has always made me kind of like that song. You know what I mean? Just like when uh, Kristen Wiig fucking left fucking SNL, that made me uh, made me appreciate the uh, the the song Rainbow uh, by Rolling Stones or some shit like that. Yeah, I, I you know what I mean? Because that was a good send off that they did for Kristen Wiig in in that one. That was a really good send off for you know. It is what it is. What it is. Oh. Hold on, let me see if we can find the asset also. I don't know. It is what it is, I don't know.
but yeah, AOC was on fucking Pod Save America, and then these things are again like this is a way I, I'm 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 trying to figure out this is a, even even the controversy around it, because people who are smart know that other things like, again you can say that she should go on more leftist fucking shows that's a good fucking you know criticism, but whenever like something like this goes viral like oh her and the Pod Save America people talking about their favorite In and Out burger or In and Out meal. Like, that, that to me, like, I know people are going to be a controversy over that, and even fucking people that are platformed online, it's actually a way for you to fucking promote In-N-Out Burger. People don't really realize that they're falling for that kind of advertising, because you keep talking, because you're going to keep talking about it, you're going to keep it out there. People don't realize that that kind of marketing isn't fucking done. Even in, that's why I say that, they, they, they always, prom- they always um, like, there's a lot of fucking shootings that go on that you can fucking talk about, whatever that happened. And I'm not saying you shouldn't fucking talk about the fucking shooting that you promote also. I'm, I'm not saying that either. But whenever I think that there's like, you know, because we live in a fucking exploitative, trauma, por- trauma porn kind of fucking way of, of life now. Where like, you know, fucking people are fucking being sacrificed left and fucking right. You also fuck again, like the same thing when the whole Russian invasion was fucking happening. They accidentally fucking played, oh, oh accidentally. I, I, you know, I use that term loosely. Played a fucking, you know, um, they played, uh, you know, uh, they, they played, uh, what was it, uh, Applebee's commercial. Like, it's uh, just the way they fucking do that shit. But that's you know that's the way we fucking go about it go about it now. But but by the way, I I I I, I uh, unfortunately I fucking predicted the uh what was gonna happen with the whole Kevin Nash son thing. But by the way, Kevin Nash did a whole uh podcast talking about it. You know, what I mean, I give the guy props for being able to talk about something fucking tragic like that. You know, because whenever I hear fucking death, you know, what I mean, but I I. Uh, I, again, I don't fucking have the panic attacks on fucking, you know, on, on, on the podcast. I mean, I do have my share of fucking panic attacks and my rant and all that. But whatever, like, death fucking, you know, is part of it, you know. Because, like, you know, I get fucking severely fucking depressed about, like, the like the nature of just, like, life just being over. And that's what it fucking is. And I have to hope that there's something on the other side. I have to hope maybe their fucking consciousness is being transferred somewhere else or... Or, or or maybe fucking people are going to a new fucking planet or something like that. I have to have these coping mechanisms because the world is just so fucking depressing. You know what I mean? Like, I would never fucking say, oh, like, this happened, so go and harass. Like, if you're sending Kevin Nash uh, death threats, because now everyone's fucking, again, like I said, everything's seeping into fucking professional wrestling as well. They're now fucking going, oh, because Kevin Nash promoted the fucking vaccine or something like that. That, like, that's the reason why, you know, his son died or something like that. And I know, I know people's answer is to, like, not fucking, you know, uh, address it. Because, you know, people's answer is never to fucking address it. Because why are you giving that fucking, you know, that energy to that? But it's like, this also, if you just stand by and let it fucking go on, then, you know. 
before fucking the vaccine shit used to happen. I, I guarantee you, before if this happened like in the 2010s, there'd be fucking more people online with those, you know, like, like, like those insider accounts that I was talking about uh, several times that were followed by actual wrestlers, by the way, that all seemingly disappeared after the fucking cranky Vince shit fucking took place and all that kind of shit. You know, like, you know, like, uh, they will, um, you know, um, they'll, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure if, it was, if this wasn't the vaccine fucking era, they'd probably come up with an Illuminati fucking thing, whatever, and all that. But the fact that you're sending, like, like, and, and even if you think there's something fucking fishy about fucking, because I always believe there's something fishy about every fucking thing that goes on, right? Thing is, what's sending Kevin Nash or any fucking of the victim fucking families death threat gonna fucking do like you know what i mean like if you want to talk about a larger fucking plan of the system fucking taking away people's loved ones and fucking exposing how fucking horrible all that shit is like you know what i mean like the people who lose loved ones don't like you know because I mean? people always go oh this person made a fucking sacrifice this person made that but you think the fucking person actually fucking chose out of the system but by default is the one that fucking chose it like, you're still putting, you know what I mean? So I, I don't get why people would be going at Kevin Nash. But if there's something fucking fishy about a vaccine, and this is like, because that's, that's like the fucking way it seems to be going. And because, like, everyone's being quiet about it, because no one entertains a conspiracy. If there's something that links actual fucking things, like a vaccine to some of these fucking deaths or something like that, then the right wing is going to take fucking this as a badge of fucking honor that they're right. They'll take control. They'll be the ones that seem like, okay, well, they're the ones that were speaking out about it. That's why I hate limiting the information, because you're also at the same time helping the right wing fucking dominate. People don't fucking realize that, but that's what, that's the problem when you have fucking, uh, you know, um, moderate fucking jerk-offs that fucking don't fucking have any balls to fucking, you know, talk about how the world is really going around. But apparently there's seizures and stuff like that, it's, just, it's very horrible, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, my, my condolences go out to them, you know. By the way, J- Jimmy Dore is now feuding with Brooklyn Dad that, again, I, I don't really follow that guy, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, he never really, I, 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 even people I don't agree with, I, 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 I follow at least the people that I, that I fucking can see where they're going with their, some of their angle, even though they're going in a right-wing direction. But some of these, like, establishment, obvious establishment ones, like Brooklyn Dad, who, like, just do the most fucking, you know what I mean? Jimmy Dore thinks he's doing something like exposing that Brooklyn Dad was at the White House. I'm not saying that you shouldn't point that fucking out, but it's like the funny thing is, is like you are aligned with the far right. You're fucking sucking off Tucker Carlson every fucking moment of the fucking day. You're sucking fucking the clit of fucking Tulsi Gabbard and you're fucking sucking the fucking asshole of fucking Joe Rogan. Who are you to fucking, again, oh, Joe Rogan doesn't have any fucking power. But then you tell me that Joe Rogan has more influence because he's beating CNN with fucking listenership and all that. So again, is it he has power or he doesn't have power? Which one is it? There wasn't a, any, any alarming thing going on with what Joe Rogan was doing with fucking um, 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 organizing fucking white supremacists on his fucking show and uh, giving them the benefit of the doubt. That doesn't fucking... That will go unnoticed. 
I, you know what I mean? You and, and then you wonder why people fucking think Kanye is one who's being a fucking victim. Because even within the fucking irrational rhetoric or the dangerous rhetoric that he's fucking saying, there's also other fucking sane things that he is saying. That is also getting the concentration online because the people online think that those are being ignored on purpose. So you perpetuate that, even though that stuff online that's fucking circulating is a way to fucking have some reasonable doubt from people because the, the mainstream media is fucking discredited to these people. And the mainstream media knows that they're discredited to these people. That's why there's more pushback. And that's why, personally, like, they're doing the most mediocre fucking job. But at the same time, they're probably the ones that are funding the alt-right fucking shit. The alt-media type of shit that's going on. People can never think that fucking far ahead. They can point out, oh, look, someone's... Li- oh, mainstream media's fucking lying. Mainstream media's not being completely honest. But then, then all of a sudden, they fucking limit their fucking thing. Then what What good are you? That, because you said you want to po- point out hypocrisy and you want to be a truth teller. But all of a sudden, you're fucking limiting your fucking uh, whole... whole your, your whole fucking premise of wh- where you're going with your fucking arguments. fucking disgusting <laughs> by the way I, I don't know if I mentioned this before because this is like an old story but I guess it's being brought up now I guess by design whenever it's implemented on the internet it means it's supposed to be catching traction soon but um, you know this guy this football player Benny Cunningham Cunningham he was, uh, you know, I, I think I remember it, because again, sometimes I, I can't keep up with all these athletes and all that, but sometimes I keep up with, like, the real, the discourse, because again, a lot of athletes are going to be used for political fucking discourse, whatever. Um, but, but Benny Cunningham said that he signed something about the NFL being scripted, but he can't say more because he signed a non-disclosure, and all that, all of a sudden his Twitter got fucking, you know, just... But I don't know if this guy's gonna end up being uh, end up leaning right wing, because whenever they market these things, like even him say like you know what I mean if there's a non there's non because the, the real non disclosure are the ones where you can't even say that there is a non disclosure going on or whatever right, but I mean people have been pointing that out because again I I get I'm not following with the NFL that much I see what's on my timeline, and I see a lot of people calling out some of the stuff that they think is rigged and all that so like you know. Something I've been saying for a long time that the NFL and all these sports are fucking rigged, because it benefits the fucking sp- the, the, the the it benefits the the betting people the people who do these online bets and the you know the casinos and all that kind of shit. The that's why when people go, oh, you're gonna bet on wrestling, it's like yeah, but you're also b- betting on a fucking scripted sport as well. Right, again, I, I, I didn't see the picture because, oh, I, I saw it on Twitter, but Ryan Sadden blocked me a long fucking time ago. Um, I, good written that I don't really give a shit. But, um, he, but he was, uh, um, him and his wife got, him and his wife got fucking married. Um, you know, and then of course, whenever I think Ryan Sadden does, people then point out all the propaganda that he's done between, like, the fucked up ways that he would go about getting, uh, 
audio of like the the one one calls or putting out information that the fucking family didn't know about, you know, with the Braxton family and all that kind of shit. Again, like, and, and by the way, it's always designed for him to be the bad guy, even though the system fucking probably made him do it. Like, that's part of the propaganda they had to do. But because now he's a WWE shill, everyone always brings up, like, him stalking a porn star in a grocery store. And then asked his, uh, you know, his, fi- his fiance at the time to, uh, he, she mentioned the porn star to basically ask if uh, he could get an autograph or a fucking picture. And then she felt uncomfortable with it, and then he became, like, a fucking meme about it, whatever, right? But basically, he got married, and then he he got married the same chapel as uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon when they did that angle, and people are like, "Oh my God, you're promoting!" And Stephanie McMahon acknowledged it too. And the thing is, people are like, like the weird thing about that WWE, like in later in later version of telling that story about the angle, they recanted their own fucking story where, in the storyline, Triple H and Stephanie. When they got together and they revealed and they fooled Vince McMahon, well, whatever, and all that. Like, Stephanie McMahon revealed in that promo where she addresses it that, like, that the, the date rape thing was just a pretend. Like, they actually got married. It, like, in kayfabe, they got married um, off camera. And that one was for the fuck, for, it was for the fucking show. Because cause, cause, cause even in kayfabe, like, the, the woman who's marrying them... Yeah, she would be able to tell that Triple H is fucking, you know, uh, doing the voice of that, whatever. But, like, they admitted in the storyline that that part was actually fucking fake. But then later on, when they would talk about the storyline and some of these specials that they would do for, like, WWE Network or whatever it was and all that, um, they, they like, recanted the whole story that Triple H fucking date-raped. Uh, like, it just made it seem like it was just a date-rape that happened. But I mean, I mean, what's next? Ryan Sadden, is he gonna fucking what? Then when he gets divorced, is he gonna, what? Like you know, pedigree her? Like you know, with a fucking like you know, a corrupt fucking priest being there and all that shit. I don't know. Or like, if unfo- if the unfortunate news that like you know, that like someone in his family dies, is he gonna what reenact fucking you know, Big Show being on top of the casket? I don't know. It, it just it just seems fucking weird. But people fucking got outraged by that, you know what I mean? People will get... See, this is why no one takes the fucking shit seriously. Because people will get outraged by, like, something that was, like, a, like you know, just fucking just doing something stupid for this. Well, if you're just basing it off that, but, like, you know, the, the actual fucking shit that Triple H and Stephanie have helped cover up. You know what I mean? Like, people can keep pointing at XBW as being this fucking mega promotion and all that. And you can all, all you want. I'm not saying you shouldn't. But it's like you're also following a fucking mega promotion in WWE. What, because they're giving you some type of fucking diversity? Like, in the most limited ways fucking possible? You know. I don't know. That became one of the... And then, of course, Thunder Rosa... I mean, Britt Baker fucking, you know, is doing her real-life fucking heel shtick. And I, I really do believe that a lot of people are now trying to play the fucking heel in real life. But this is what she said on Swerve's podcast. Oh, that return, it better be real. It bet, you bet, you, the games better be upped. 
I'm just all I'm saying. That's right. That's all I'm saying. You gotta bring the thing. I never missed the. But and, and, and by the way, people are also fucking then using this to shit on Thunder Rosa for a pro. Yeah, that that promo that her and Serena Deeb did was designed to be shit on. By the way, it, it's basically showing you that that these kind of promos can't be, like you know what I mean. People that are not really given promo time to begin with, you don't then give it a chance. You totally then say, "Oh, it should never happen again." How are you supposed to get better then? How are you supposed to get better if you're not gonna like allow them to fucking you know be able to do that? You you just can't get you can't just fucking shut off a fucking promo and then fucking expect people then to automatically get fucking better. And never missed any episodes of TV with every like broken bone and. Yeah, but you don't fucking re- you you wait, the the women don't fucking wrestle often as well. They get five fucking minutes most of the time. And I, it's funny that she's doing this WWE mentality about not missing fucking work and all that kind of shit. You think any of the quote-unquote anti-WWE people that are pointing at how WWE is inhumane for having that kind of fucking attitude? Are, they, are any of them calling out for this? Just because she, she's acting like she's not fucking toxic whatsoever. She even made a fucking remark about not be not being bigger, um, people not be, people being bigger than the fucking promotion when Tony Khan's the one. Like, you know what I mean? Like she she's obviously like listen, I hope she's like you know like just doing an online fucking character now. But I really hope she's not really like that. But like because because I, I really don't want to dislike Brett Baker or whatever and all that kind of shit because you know what I mean because she seems like she seems like a cool fucking person but she's clearly trying to get fucking real life fucking heel heat. Injury and this Injuries, and that. So I'm, I'm just saying. Talk. Let's talk. talk about going through them injuries a little bit. Let's go into that. Let's go. Let's what? I know. I, I, I know. I swerve is just fucking like, like entertaining. My leg, my nose twice now. My wrist. I had a concussion, and I was at work every week because oh. that's where I wanted to be. I had my nose surgery on a Monday, and and, and yet she and and, she, and, she, and she is the fucking one that's taking fucking subliminal jabs within fucking promos. Uh, about insider fucking shit. She's the one that's fucking starting that shit. And then she plays fucking innocent. This is typical white woman shit. Dynamite was on a Wednesday. I was there cutting a promo. Mm. Because I wanted oh, to. Oh, wow. The promo wasn't that good, by the way. He's the most home. caring, yep. wonderful guy. But I was like, no, this could be, this is an opportunity. I'm going to have, like, black guy, you know, sick in the head. I'm going to I'm gonna look cool. I want to. Told you we are the best person who had the best reaction to this, waiting on for their time was the rock because mm-hmm. at the time austin was the man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. austin had the opportunities he had the video game covers he was the champion it was him and vince and yep, he was he was the man yep. the rock had all the commercials the rock too. did not hate on austin the rock said i would be competitive i want to get there but you know what how about not having a bad relationship with the top person how about how about i just want to be cool with him so, so i think Britt baker is the austin in the situation when uh, she's the one that's fucking instigating it. But of course, you know what I mean? Work with him. How about I keep a good relationship with that person? So if I need a vote of confidence, if something happens, what do you know? My name comes up. <laughs> oh, oh. You know, oh. and, and Britt can say, you know what? She's been cool with me this whole time. She never hated on me. You know what? If you ask my opinion, I think she's pretty dope. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to keep dissing. You know, Drake every week on this record. Maybe I, I, don't, uh, I don't care. I, I just, I just, you know. Maybe they're making it obvious that she, because again, with the cult, if she's giving Thunder Rosa shit for uh, not showing up while being injured, 
and there's more to that story that like maybe Thunder Rosa was actually sent home by Tony Khan and that it's not being revealed right now, then what the call that fucking makes it even more fucking evil that she's making it seem like Oh look, she oh she's the one that's not coming back because you know what I mean. She, I I for her sake she better hope that she's not fucking lying because then that's I mean maybe that's a goal. Maybe she's supposed to become a real life fucking heel at that point. I don't know. It is what it is, really. You know. I don't know. And I'll come back with the raw recap and the NXT recaps. Hope I can get it done before Dynamite uh, tomorrow. It's almost fucking 26th. It's 11.42 p.m. Anyways, um... Yeah, so I'm gonna fucking, you know, get get out of here. I needed to fucking unload for like an hour or so, you know what I mean? So I don't wait until last minute to do some of this. So then it doesn't work out well. I feel like this is gonna be like the fucking you know like I I could easily not fucking cover it but because there's so many fucking incompetent jerk offs who pretend to be fucking smart and again I'm I'm not someone that thinks I'm fucking smart but if you if you can't see like the multiple angles that are at fucking play but since everyone's you know trained to like only see it within whatever angle that they're trying to uh, 
you know, whatever angle they're trying to fucking establish for their own base. Like, if you want to call out Kanye, I, I have no issue with fucking calling out what Kanye is doing. But, it, you know, the, you know, because, like, so many fucking people are not fucking credible. And the most discredited people already. That's already been... A, and, again, the, the mainstream media and also a lot of media pundits, especially especially now in, in, in the present, the alt, a lot of the alt-media people who made their whole image being against mainstream media, they have now become just as bad as the establishment fucking media where they limit the fucking... Uh, the, they limit the nuance in the conversation. So, like, meaning that, like, if you just blindly just fucking take the most viral fucking moment of it. Like, yeah, sure, you can, you know, bring attention to it. But at the same time, you do such a horrible fucking job not fucking talking about the nuances, not talking about um, the history of fucking shit going down within the industry and all that. Then, of course, the people online and people who think that the online shit is, like, the complete, like, you know, oh, look, uh, I'm not buying into me, I'm not buying into the media's fucking propaganda, I'm online uh, looking at viral clips that are being put out there to basically, to basically help my fucking argument of why Kanye is not that wrong, because, because people know that people who don't already trust the fucking people that are, t- that, that are getting so aggressively with their attacks about this. Because they never really attack anyone who's ever done anything problematic. And there's been a lot of fucking public figures that have done fucking Nazi-level fucking shit. It's just you don't fucking realize it because, oh, look, Joe Rogan fucking calls UFC and I like UFC. So I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to fucking rock the boat over there. Even though he's normalized that type of shit. When you don't fucking answer for a lot of the fucking shit that, that has gone on and the normalization and what the system fucking does... Um, you know, talking about the Lear Cohen fucking type of shit that he basically admitted on 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 camera about um him needing to fucking make money. That's why he needs uh that's why he needs the artists to act the way that they fucking do and all that and push the and push the shit that they push. Right when you don't answer that, then of course people online who are now looking at the new and and again this is um because the right wing is taking over the fucking conspiratorial fucking element of it, right? And they're running the fucking narratives. Like, I, 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 put, I put on Twitter about how, oh, look, uh, you know, it's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of fucking liberals to see that fucking, uh, um, that, what to call it, they're, gonna, the, 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 they're so heavy on wanting to fucking hate Kanye so fucking much, they're making the exact same mistake that they said they wouldn't make because they let Trump get so fucking far. And now you're making the same exact fucking mistake and you're letting fucking Kanye West fucking be the fucking guy who's speaking the fucking truth. And there's uh, some of the other stuff that he says in these interviews, not like the obvious clickbait shit that everyone is focusing on. There will be some fucking valid point about the FBI, FBI and CIA ruining, the, ruining their communities and being attached to, like, entertainment fucking elements and all that. People will not fucking... People love the entertainment, right? Even the fucking people who do the political fucking discourse, they are beholden to the entertainment. Everyone's beholden to the fucking entertainment. Everyone wants to hang out with fucking celebrities. Everyone wants to do this and do that. But they don't really fucking give a shit. 
You know what I mean? Because I, 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 I used to, you know, what they called, uh, be around people who are more socially fucking conscious when I was fucking more asleep. And now, you know what I mean? Now I, 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 I you know, they, they invite me out for limited fucking shit to basically, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Basically shit on any fucking point of view that I fucking have, essentially. They will, they, and again, maybe it's a good thing that I don't get to go to their fucking, you know, their actual secret fucking events that they do. Where, like, you know, everyone's, like, already there because then I have to see how fucking horrible they become and how much fucking dick riders they become for fucking celebrity shit. Because that's what it's all fucking about. Everyone wants to fucking become a fucking name. While, meanwhile, me, I'm just trying to fucking leave this earth. Cause, because, because, because the analysis of it is all fucking stupid. And you rather portray fucking the left or the liberals as these naive fucking baby faces that will take any fucking person who speaks out on any fucking level. Like the same people who are fucking boasting about fucking Kanye, um, you know, um, you know, oh look, how can these idiots fucking you know uh, um, fall for him? Uh, um, you know, putting out a little bit of truth and not see that he's a bad faith actor. I don't know. The same fucking people that are criticizing Kanye seem to fucking fall for the okie doke of I don't know um, anyone that anyone that fucking says anything negative about Trump automatically. You guys fucking put them as a fucking hero. You're willing to fucking forget what Liz Cheney is, what Liz Cheney has fucking done, um, as a fucking Republican, and you're fucking boasting about some fucking shitty fucking theatrical January sixth committee, and this is not me fucking downplaying the fucking shit that's going on with fucking the the uh, the takeover and all that kind of shit. Um, but if you don't see that this January 6th thing, the Russia Gate shit, was all theatrical, basically to make it seem like. Oh look, what they called they're attacking him, so whatever they're attacking him for must be untrue. While the fucking alt media fucking shitheads will fucking then pretend like, oh, there's nothing with Russia going on whatsoever, there's nothing going on, there's nothing with Putin that's fucking corrupt whatsoever. All of a sudden they don't have fucking the 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 the, the fucking you know balls to fucking say shit. But but people took my fucking uh, someone took my fucking talk. What 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 did I say right here? Open this fucking shit up. I go, it's gonna be a rude awakening for people when they realize that Kardashians, like many industry people who use Kanye as a guinea pig enemy, while they pretend to be opposed to what he's doing. But then again, people who are liberal love to play the naive baby face. And then some, fu some fucking jerk off named Jeff Mitchum replies to me and goes, LMO, as opposed to the Republicans who use every dog whistle they can to say poor white person. And then I, I and, and then I, I replied to the fucking idiot. I go, did you somehow think my tweet was pro-Republican? It was how about how liberals would rather look like fucking naive baby faces rather than countering the right-wing rhetoric that's taking over all fucking discourse. Like, you actually think I support the right? You fucking idiot. People are fucking stupid, man, you know. Like, but, but, but like what, what Kanye said about the FBI and entertainment is kind of true. But he's a bad faith actor because discredited media and other establishment shitheads are so limited with mediocre analysis that they actually think fucking the on the. the that actually helping people think the online stuff that people are saying about Kanye is actually fucking true. Cause he, because, like, let's be real the entertainment world has never really been fucking liberal. 
Like, yeah, sure, it has a liberal fucking tinge into it. There might be some liberals actually fucking in it. But it's always been more centrist to the fucking right. And not the traditional fucking right wing that you're used to. This is why people who claim to be progressive or liberal fucking lose. And that's why the right wing keeps winning their fucking right wing narratives. By me pointing out that the right wing is winning the fucking narratives and fucking... People think that because, oh look, we're holding Trump's feet to the fire. Oh look, Mark Meadows is gonna fucking testify. Okay, you keep fucking giving us fucking... This is all they have, false fucking hope. They really have nothing else. They have no fucking solutions to what they're fucking doing. They keep fucking pointing out, oh, you gotta vote, you gotta vote. I don't know, they keep fucking admitting they're gonna fucking cheat. I don't know how fucking voting is gonna help if already you're saying this fucking seeds for fucking uh, election fraud or election fucking meddling and all that bullshit that you're gonna fucking pump out and make more fucking money off of because you need to, because you make money off the fucking controversy and the nonstop fucking coverage of it, but none of you will ever have any fucking, um, you do, none of you will ever have any fucking solutions to what the right wing is doing. At least the right wing, at least it's fucking getting their base all fucking amped up in the wrong fucking ways. This is not fu- that, that, that isn't support. If you think w- w- what I'm saying is supporting fucking right-wing fucking rhetoric, then I would fucking then jump on the fucking board, uh, jump on board by saying, oh, Kanye West is right. Uh, he's speaking out against liberals, and uh, the liberals don't like it, and showbiz is all liberal. They're all taking away every single fucking thing. When th- them taking away the Adidas, Gap, all that shit... With the coal will even make him look more like a genius because he's escaping the corporations, even though he's gonna be funded by other fucking corporate think tank type shit. You know what I mean? With the cold, that that's why the right wing fucking looks like they're the ones who are always anti fucking corporation on some level, even if it's in their fucking fake culture war kind of a fucking way. And, 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 and there's barely anyone on the fucking left anymore. Like, Michael, Ma, Michael Brooks fucking died, and we got left with fucking Jank Uger and fucking Jimmy Dore. That's who we got left with. I don't know. It's, just, it's, it's fucking disgusting. No one's good. I, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, they're just gonna let fucking Kanye fucking win, and the people who are rightfully pointing out the hypocrisies and other situations, and the fucking history that people have talked about even before this Kanye West fucking shit was taking place, and and the people that are talking about it weren't doing it at the behest of fucking right wing, which is why it never fucking caught fucking traction. You know what I mean? Because when you do these fucking little horror stories about the industry. No one fucking gives a shit until... I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. The people who pretend to give a shit then wait until the documentary is out. I didn't even know there was fucking Donda Sports. All of a sudden, athletes are fucking leaving Donda Sports, apparently. To make it look even more like Kanye West is being fucking punished. But it's actually making his fucking case look fucking stronger. And I, I honestly think that some of the fucking media heads, they know what they're fucking doing with that. And they're uh, helping pushing people more to the fucking right by being these elitist fucking twats that can't even fucking uh, convince. Like, like no one no one in some of these progressive circles or liberal circles are going to ever fucking win people over because they look like the fucking lamest fucking jerk offs on the fucking planet.
and again, by people like TYT constantly covering this Kanye West shit. And not even fucking covering fucking the bill. I, again, the fact that you're... I, I, because, again, I, I've heard TYT fucking criticize Israel fucking countless times, right? But the fact that they didn't, in this case, you know, uh, you know, call out Bill Maher... The, they're playing clips of Bill Maher on fucking David, with David Rubin to, like, again, go, oh, my God, Bill Maher actually did a... He, he did, like, the, the, the most... He did the most fucking mundane thing by telling David Rubin to stop promoting his fucking comedy and all that, and all of a sudden, that's like, oh, my God, Bill Maher did that. I'm, I'm gonna hype him up. Like, like, like that, that, that's how much it takes... Like, you guys can't fucking shit on Kanye West fucking uh, fans if you guys get the bare minimum that you guys prop up that you, you prop up the bare minimum uh, because somebody said something, oh my god, Katie Porter had illustrations and all that. What's it gonna fucking do? What, for more theatrical fucking bullshit? Oh my God! Somebody says something negative about Trump. Automatically, oh my God! I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna applaud that. I'm 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 gonna really 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 applaud that. Fucking idiots. They don't even see what's fucking coming. Oh no! Oh no! Sorry, they they know what's coming. They're not, not gonna. They, they are gonna warn you. That's why the right wing is fucking winning because they have it in their head that fucking there's some end time fucking shit going down. There's things that are gonna implode. The problem is they're riding with fucking people that are gonna help implement the fucking last fucking days of this fucking earth. That's the fucked up thing. They're gonna be used as fucking sacrifices for the greater good for the you know. I have to fucking give props to fucking, you know, the people that do the fucking bare minimum of bringing attention to something corrupt. And then they want a fucking pat on their fucking back, and if you don't give them a pat on their fucking back, they get fucking... Again, you would think that the liberals would be, like, you know, these good fucking people that wouldn't want the fucking pat on the back all the time. They want fucking... Because people always go, oh, you, you don't get credit for doing good things and all that, but I know you're given incentive to do all evil fucking things, and when someone does the bare minimum of a good fucking thing, or if someone just points out that Trump picked his fucking nose and stuffed it in his fucking mouth and you made fun of him, you guys would fucking throw a parade for that fucking person. That's how fucking low the bar is. Go ahead, go on your viral little fucking rants and what to call hopefully that you change. Oh, I, I did a viral video about the abortion rights. Oh, yeah, well, good for you. What, what solution do you fucking have? Oh, you, you guys better not do anything. If you do something fucking violent, they, they, they have every right to fucking do it. I don't know, they keep fucking normalizing, threatening, and cutting our fucking throats, and fucking taking over, and doing all that. What fucking, what, what hope do you fucking have? This, this, this is the left fucking representation? Did you know Mark Meadows is going to testify? Oh, really? Is he going to testify? Did you, are you guys going to get Trump this time? Have you guys said for the other 8 million fucking years that you've been saying it? 
fucking idiots. And then, and then, and then, and yet you also have people who, oh my god, that Judge Alito guy, uh, uh, oh my god, he, he's right about SCOTUS judges, and I, I'm not saying anyone on the left fucking did that. But, you know, there's people, I, I, I'm sure there'll be people that will fucking, you know, suddenly go, oh yeah, you shouldn't be threatening the judges for the SCOTUS, uh, because the, they, don't, they put that fucking shit out on purpose. To get people fucking all fucking concerned and worried about their future because of what fucking world we're going to be fucking living in. And then now they're making it seem, they, now they've convinced their fucking base that whoever leaked this fucking article is is now fucking in treason and the worst fucking person. And yet, like, you're normalizing taking away people's fucking rights and then you're fucking gonna fucking, what, soft defend the fucking judges because they fucking... Again, first of all, n n none of them are in danger, first of all, okay? They have fucking protection. If something happens to them, then somebody fucking pre-approved something happening to them. No one can fucking go touch a fucking made fucking person in the fucking system. Let's just keep that fucking real. That's why I don't buy into half these fucking celebrity fucking bullshit. Say we got fucking stupid sports entertainment fucking debates. Dr. Oz and fucking Fetterman... The right wing is like, oh, fake concerned about somebody's fucking health and saying that he's not able to do it so they can get Dr. Oz to be... Again, I don't even know, because at first I thought maybe Dr. Oz is such a fucking, uh, a super fucking goof that what's it called, maybe they're fucking helping Fetterman go in and maybe Fetterman will fucking turn heel or something. But it feels like, you know, uh, like, you know, it feels like they're really getting behind Oz or some shit like that. I mean, it, it doesn't even matter who wins these debates, because... Like, like, you, like, yeah, cool. G give people the credit for calling out some of these neocons, uh, some of these new right-wing jerk-offs. Give them fucking credit for calling them out. Cool, I guess that. But, uh, but what solutions are they going to have? Because, again, if you're already uh, uh, putting it out there that the elections are going to be fucking rigged and the elections are going to be fucking... No, no one's going to concede if they fucking lose. Then what really hope do you fucking have? Shouldn't the next fucking thing be preparing for what's fucking next to fucking come? But no, no, the, the right wing can win all the fucking culture wars. Even if you think they're being... They, they've convinced people so much so that what they're called... They, they, they purposely put out the fucking parody type of fucking celebrity to represent for the fucking right wing. Because they go, oh, people... And, 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 and these are people that go, I don't care about celebrity stuff. Both sides on this matter, basically. But they're like, oh, look at celebrities we have that are anti-Trump. Look at the celebrity that we have. We got Jay-Z. We got Beyonce. We got this and that. We got these celebrities who are anti-Trump and all that type of shit. And and yet what they call the fucking right wing will fucking hate on celebrities for being political. But then they'll like their fucking right wing. Fucking the, they'll like Scott Bayo and Kevin Sorbo or whatever the fuck. Who, uh, uh, Tim Allen. I don't fucking know.
don't know, man. It's just stupid. I guess Britney Spears is actually going... I don't, again, I don't know who's going to be the heel or face in this situation, but uh, she's going after Selena Gomez because Selena Gomez talked about how women don't need to, like, you know, get naked. This is for 2016. She said this fucking speech at the BMAs, and suddenly Britney Spears is going buck about it to promote why she wants to get nude and all that kind of shit. Which, again, I have no issue with if she wants to get fucking nude, but part of me thinks that the mind fuck is that you... Gave redemption to Britney Spears, and limit. And by the way, you limited the fucking, you limited the fucking thing, right? Again, all all those same people that don't care about the industry shit, that don't take into consideration, will then fucking then uh, what what was it? Uh, then only care about it once a documentary is fucking made. No one actually does investigative journalism about the actual industries that are involved. No one will actually have the balls to actually do that. Because the industry, different fucking media heads, different fucking institution leaders, they have their fucking people that fuck uh, hire up people who will fucking put an end to some of these stories being covered and all that. But to fit, to make it seem like it's solely Britney Spears' dad that was the one that was doing what she did. So it gave her like a little happy ending to like get away from that. But who's to say that she isn't being controlled? You know what I mean? Like, you know how. Like, like, it's different tactics, right? Where, like, okay, on the surface, okay, I'm not gonna fucking... I, I don't agree at all with the people that are like, oh my god, Britney Spears is losing her mind, she's getting naked again. Maybe she should have her in a conservatorship. Like, that's fucking, like, really fucking dangerous and fucking twisted and sick. But again, like, like but, like, that won't be seen as offensive. Like, something like me, me ranting in the most transparent way where I'm calling names, right? And again, I'm not saying that's a fucking good thing. But, like, like that will be seen as worse than people plotting to basically advocate for fucking twisted fucking uh, oppression of somebody. Like, in, in, in their sophisticated fucking ways. And then you bring the... And again, the, no one... especially Again, it's one thing that the, the right wing doesn't want to fucking hear this because, you know, they don't like hearing that. But, like, it, it makes it seem like certain fucking liberals that I, that I might have interaction with time to time and all that... Like, they don't actually want to fucking prevent what's going on. They rather pretend that they self-preserve, that they're on the right right side of fucking history, and not actually try to fucking convince anybody. And yet, and, and then pretend like, oh my god, conspiracy theories are ruining everything. Conspiracy theories are ruining... It's like, no, your mediocre liberal fucking takes is what's ruining everything. That's what drives people to go to fucking conspiracies. Maybe you analyze that for once in your fucking lives. But no one does that, you know what I mean? No one ever fucking does that. Only time they ever care about Muslims is when it's at the U.S. interest. So now, all of a sudden, now, apparently, Iran's and fucking... I, I, again, I don't know what it was. I, I ran in Ukraine, apparently, I, I guess, you know what I mean? So now you want to get people more on board. You, if you want to fucking uh, help people not fucking see uh, what Russia's doing is fucking bad, obviously, right? If you don't want to fucking see that shit... And because you already hammered home the U.S. imperialism wants to take over everything... Now that fucking helps the fucking people who are against any fucking help to Ukraine. 
And that also helps the fucking U.S. fucking neoliberal fucking warmongering pieces of shit that are going to fucking then use this excuse as, oh, now we really have to help Iran, the Iranian people. Even though the U.S. is like, help cause what's fucking going on in Iran. But, I mean, you, you can't talk about that because once you, you know, you can only call out foreign leaders and for other countries when you're, when, when, when you're doing the, the most mediocre fucking, uh, def, the most mediocre defense of the establishment and, and, and imperialism because the U.S. is doing it. And then because that fucking gets propped up more, then all of a sudden people are going to be like, hey, maybe I shouldn't fucking give a shit what these people are saying because they're fucking propping up. Even though, like, it's not even about country versus country anymore, really. I mean, I, I know they're going to promote country versus country. That's going to always be on the on-surface thing, but it's more about the fucking overall goal of a fucking right-wing takeover. I don't know. It just makes me sick to my fucking stomach. I don't know. The the only one, one of the only people, one of the only ones that I fucking you know at least think maybe do a, a pretty decent job is probably Majority Report, even though like I still think that they fucking you know, they still limit their fucking things. I I personally think Sam Cedar just exists so. He solely he he solely exists in the discourse so that what to call that you know when they finally do a movie about the fucking left, that fucking David Schwimmer will fucking probably play him probably most likely, I don't know. By the way, Regal was talking about his uh. He's obviously wor- he's obviously working, but he's making it seem like this is like a real fucking thing about if an email sent you off this much, that like you know that getting easy. I don't know. Getting into the industry is already mentally fucking anguishing. And again, people downplay the mental aspect of it because people think that the only way you can have it rough is if you have to fucking go and fucking battle fucking you know people, um, and and get your fucking face smashed in. But like to make it seem like it's just an email that set him off. Maybe it's the accumulation of him having to deal with the cutthroat fucking industry and all the other bullshit that he may have fucking had to face growing up. Maybe that wasn't like, maybe it wasn't the email that made him fucking blow up. Maybe it was the fact that it was like the last fucking straw. I mean, but this whole thing could be like, okay, if, if MJF wasn't in on it, like I, I, I would love to hope that like they didn't fuck with MJF fucking mental state like that. And, you know what I mean? Because, again, I, I know Regal and them will play it. And, again, I'm not blaming Regal fucking solely. You know what I mean? Cause I think Regal, at his core, is a fucking good fucking guy and all that. But, like, he does take orders. For, you know what I mean? He does take orders. He probably does the best he can being in that fucking system or the system that he was in. But just to act like, oh, look, an email made this guy fucking lose his mind and all that type of shit. Maybe it's the accumulation of just the people in the industry who want to fucking leave it in a better fucking place. But by, by not leaving, in a, by, but you want to leave it in a better fucking place, then why don't you undo what the fucking traditions of fucking, of um, initiating these fucking people into the system? 
Because then you, now you'll produce someone like MJF to now become a shitty person who then will fucking, when he gets in power or a powerful fucking situation, he'll do the exact same thing to put, it's like you keep repeating fucking things. You hurt people will hurt other fucking people. All because of these initiation type of deals that go on. Like, even Kingston's talking about back, backstage drama. Like, people will go, oh, there's no backstage drama. Okay, well, there is one. Now, Kingston's confirming that fucking, there's people in the, uh, people in the, um, people there that don't think that other people belong in AEW, and some people think they do belong in AEW, and all that fucking bullshit. Like, this is where the discourse is fucking going, because, like, they obviously are now focused more on the, on the online discourse, for people to, for online personalities to get themselves way more over and try to add something when, like, this whole thing could be fucking fixed and the effort could be going into actually fixing your fucking divisions. Instead, now it's like, now fucking there's discourse around fucking, like, 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 they purposely are, like, fucking up on purpose so that they can miraculously pretend, like, they're doing the WWE type of deal. It's like now it's like all compressed into like a, in, into a shorter time period. I don't know. I'll get into the Raw and NXT recap. I'll just cover some wrestling. There's two wrestling things I jotted down. Not very much that I have to really talk about, but the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view is done. Um, and again, people are not giving Triple H like the, all the most praise out of it. Like, like this, this, this is what I'm talking about. Like, wrestling fans will fucking shit on anyone who's like a fan of other people that are not in like the wrestling industry. Like, you go, oh, how can you be a fan of this person, that person? But yet, like, you are fucking... Like, I used to get shit by fucking wrestling people because I fuck. It wasn't that I was defending Chris Brown. I just found it uh, hypocritical for fucking CM Punk, Mr. Pipe Bomb and all that, using his fucking energy to start a feud with fucking Chris Brown to be fucking relevant, to get himself fucking... And Chris Brown fucking basically shit on him, basically saying he doesn't know who the fuck he is. You know what I mean? But, no, but, 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 but basically, but, like, people are like, oh, how can, like, you know, I should get shit on by from some wrestling fucking people who would fucking, you know, look down on me because I'm defending Chris Brown. But it's like, no, I'm actually saying that why doesn't CM Punk actually use his fucking power since he has it now to fucking call out the fucking systemic shit that goes on in the WWE? But, you, but, but again, you can't talk about that type of shit. But again, you know the hell. I guess it's a good thing. Bring that. Bring these matches out when you need them. Do need to do them. You know what I mean? Like everyone gives away ladder matches all the fucking time. They're gonna keep giving away ladder matches. Like every gimmick match they give away. No one wants to preserve, um, the the quality, like the fucking you know the integrity of it. I'm sure AEW will eventually start doing blood and guts matches more fucking often too, probably.
don't know. I saw Elevation and I saw Elevation uh, and they actually like did like a decent storyline on it. Like, I'm not saying the storyline is going to be a game changer with Matt Hardy and like all that. But like Matt Hardy not allowed to use his um, Twist of Fate and then he got suspended from Stokely and Ethan Page for shoving Stokely. He was fined $50,000 and all that kind of shit. It's kind of ridiculous but at least like they're putting some type of storyline in or, I mean, I doubt they'll fucking even show it on the fucking main fucking show, but, I mean, they should if you really want people to, like, wouldn't you want people to tune in, or are you just going to do the bare, because, again, like, like they didn't even up, update you and show you that Kingston's losing control in these shows, and how are you supposed to get people to actually buy in to the storyline if people, if the main audience isn't fucking seeing it at home? It is what it is, man. I don't know. But, you know, the whole thing with the Britney Spears thing, I didn't get a finish when I was training that and saying that. It's kind of like, okay, so, again, so I have no issue with her fucking wanting to be fucking naked. But I also think that because, like, you know, there's fucking, like, very, like, uh, you know, conservative, like, fundamentalists who don't want nudity and think it's, like, the devil's work and all that kind of shit. Like, people automatically think, okay, well, since these people advocated against it, like, you also don't think that there's right-wing adjacent people who then fucking put women in these situations to constantly have to do that, or guys in general that have to do that type of shit. And and then, um, and then you know, and then it, it leaves for people, the same people that were would force these people to do that, then get on fucking line and get on their fucking platforms... And start fucking shitting on them. So I, I really hope Britney Spears is really fucking free. Because she's taken enough fucking mental abuse. And the industry fucking her up and all that kind of shit. But part of me now wonders if now this was like a reintroduction to her. And now she has to go back into being the fucking villain now. By picking on Selena Gomez. But I don't even know if Selena Gomez is actually a fucking villain. I think she was making, like getting mad because she said no nudity. But then in her videos... Uh, if so, for some lo- I, 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 I don't listen to Selena Gomez's music, right? But, like, apparently in the video she did, like, you know, licking lollipops and all that kind of shit. And... So I guess it's sexual, I guess, like... It's hypocritical, I guess. I don't know. I, 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 I just follow the trends of when someone's alignment is supposed to fucking change, I guess. I don't know. But I'm not going to fucking, you know, start doing a smear campaign against fucking Britney Spears. I guess people didn't really want to learn from the lessons from... It's funny, people pretend, like people in the current, always pretend like they're better because they now get to see a situation from back then was fucked up. And then ask, oh, how come nobody fucking spoke up about this? It's like, you in the current form are not speaking about current fucking things going on. Like, everyone fucking talks a big fucking game when they're in the present of what time they're in. And and while they're focusing on what fucking old people did in the fucking past, they won't even fucking answer for what's going on in the fucking present. It is what it is, man. I don't know.
Anyways, let me get to the Raw recap and the Raw NXT recap and then let me fucking finish this shit off. I'm gonna go just as quick as possible. I try to finish up the podcast so I, don't, so I don't. I try to finish these podcasts off. So you know, like, like even on Monday, I try to finish the podcast off so I didn't have to miss Raw. Since I'm still intrigued, but to me, this one felt like a Vince kind of uh, Vince's kind of back vibe in some way behind the scenes. I mean, we'll eventually figure this shit out eventually. You know what I mean? In my personal opinion, but Triple H was back from his sabbatical. If this is what if this is what he was gonna give us, you know, what I mean? maybe you should just stay at home. The problem is, like, to me, and this would have been indicative if Triple H era was going to be a bit different, the fact that they squandered a Roman Reigns appearance a couple of weeks ago and didn't have people come out to make the challenge or set up potential opponents. And now I'm I'm a supporter of this Roman Reigns title reign. Like, I fuck with the concept and the idea behind the reign, whatever, right? But when you do the bare minimum to advance story for when they do, when he does show up on Raw... That would then make all this new regime shit feel useless because prior to that, they have built, like, you know, because prior prior to that, like, they fucking buried people. But then they built people up to feel more important. But without a title there, there's no real advancement going on. And then all I'm watching is an overbook finishes when I live in a post-AEW world where at least I get definitive wins and they don't always rely on the cheap, lazy thing by having non-stop interference as finishes. Maybe if the angles were hot off the presses, they would they would work. But it feels like we just get overly comedic fucking dialogue and really long matches that don't really go anywhere because of the fucking false finishes and the fuck finishes, whatever. And then and then people are, um, people argue seeing someone on television. People argue that be, seeing someone on television is a good thing, and they use it as a sign of achievement that someone's getting more and more screen time. But that this is another thing that AEW, in my opinion, does a little bit more better than WWE, where they don't always have multiple segments from everyone on the fucking show. Like I saw Gargano so much, and I'm not digging, like you know, and I'm not digging the fucking '80s sitcom dad vibe he's putting out, and it feels like the specialness of him has kind of worn off on me now. And this has only been a couple of months since he's been on the fucking main roster. I won't say everything about it was bad, but I don't know what you have to do. It feels like you know it'll lead to more about what's happening behind the scenes. It did feel like a Vince McMahon Raw, or the tropes that have been attached to him, that you've trained to be attached with him, attached to him. There was some decent stuff on the show, like the Judgment Day stuff. It made them look strong. Rhea's coming off like a China, like China, like like uh, you know the the, the not, not the country, like you know uh, you know the the wrestler China, but doing her own little twist to it. The pop she got when she body slammed Gallows was really dope. But a lot of the stuff had dirty finishes. And I wish the company could do definitive finishes and still do angles afterwards, but, you know. Anyways, Judgment Day comes to the ring. Rhea says last week AJ found out what Mommy had known all along. And and what and that the Judgment Day, they run Monday Night Raw. And I think that AJ found out that Dominic Mysterio's all-man. Balor says and per, um, perhaps one of the most greatest matches of all time, which, you know, got booed. Um, you know, AJ went against Dominic, and the phenomenal AJ uh, Styles crumbled under the pressure against him. Priest says that brings them to his favorite part of the night, and that's when everyone rises. He begins to tell the crowd to rise and show respect to the greatest luchador in the history of the business, Dominic Mysterio. See, this would mean a lot more if this was Legal Fantasma saying it about Dominic Mysterio, you know what I mean? 
the crowd obviously boos, really, you know, um, you know. Dominic said the Judgment Day are the only ones that ever believed in him, and last week he proved all of his haters and doubters wrong when he beat Styles clean in the middle of the ring. He said he did it because he is built differently. The more he thinks about it, he's this generation's Eddie Guerrero. And, of course, the crowd fucking booted this. This generation, Eddie Guerrero, you know, again, and, and then this wasn't the best part of the promo, and then he, he listens to more booze from this, and when he says, uh, he says Eddie Guerrero was his, was Eddie Guerrero's generation, um, Eddie, Eddie was uh, his generation's Dominic Mysterio. Last week he did what he had to do to Styles, it was just a small taste of what the Judgment Day was about. The OC came out, AJ tells Dominic to shut the fuck up, no, he, he just says shut up. This is Charlotte, North Carolina. They all know they they know good wrestling when they see it. And Dominic's not it. He wants to compare himself to Eddie Guerrero. He's this generation of James Ellsworth. He got no reaction. I mean, really, I, mean, I don't know if people didn't remember the guy, or maybe people were aware that this guy ended up being a fucking pedo creep or some shit. So, hopefully, you know, Dominic doesn't have you know those same desires. I guess, but who knows what they'll put him through in the industry. But whatever, but whatever, Gallo says Jimmy Nochin and laughs, you know. They eventually get into the ring. AJ tells Dominic there'll be a time and a place he won't be able to hide behind Judgment Day. Balor tells AJ that he is the one hiding in the club right now, the club that he started ever since he left the club and moved on. Everybody who came after uh, after him is living off of his legacy. So good shots with uh, for other members to, you know, take... It'll probably come in handy when Balor leaves this company in 2003 and he shows up in time for the 10-year anniversary of the Bullet Club. Balor says, Today, the Judgment Day are in town. Step up or get pinned down. Uh, Anderson tells Balor, it's time to remind everyone why Carl Anderson is the toughest man in the building. So they had a match between them two. It was good. I, I know they did mention the club by another company. This would be, by another company, this would be a bigger fucking deal that Carl Anderson and fucking Balor are going back. Because it's number one, number two at one point of the Bullet Club when it started. Like, he was one of the leaders, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? By the way, Hakaleo said that he doesn't want Anderson forfeiting the title and he wants him to defend it when uh, he can. And, and the, you know, and the New Japan crowd got behind him in whatever event he was at. But it'll be, it's more twists and turns, you know. People assume that we did carny shit. But then it turns out this may even set up an angle. But then there will be other shit happening that will then make things hostile again. Who fucking knows? But this was a really good match. I I know I know I, I know I hate dirty finishes anyways. But for this group, they need as much heel heat as they fucking can get. And Rhea body slamming Gallows after he high booted Priest after Priest threw AJ across the commentary table. It was a good spot for Rhea, and she did mock the hand gesture of the Bullet Club. Dominic distracted, and Rhea gave Anderson a low blow, and then Balor won the match. Pretty good. This was one of my favorite matches on the show, and it was like, even though there was like serious shit going on, like, it was also good to see Anderson doing a single fucking match, because I think, you know, again, it reminded me of why I actually became a fan of the fucking guy. Uh, later on, Gallows and Anderson started doing a bit of fucking comedy to liberty the situation. Not that the characters are cracking jokes themselves. The dialogue was funny where the Gallows says they need to solve this Rhea problem, Rhea Lucian, whatever. And then he does, he, he does good with women and he'll, he'll go settle and Style tells him, uh, you know, and, and Style tells him, you know, uh, she, she body slammed you. And he goes, body slams are my love language. And then he walks off. And then the funny thing is, what the call that your call goes? He's not good. At, he's not good at talking to women. And then Styles goes, he's horrible at talking to women, you know. And then um, he comes back after commercial, and he and he grabs Carl's uh, ice pack that he was using, 
and he plies Rhea and gave him a low blow, which I, I mean, I, I get, I, it makes it funnier not seeing it. You know what I mean? Like you know. See, this is how at least you. I mean, so so this is how you at least do comedy where the characters are intending to um, being serious, but the situation becomes funny rather than people actually themselves attempting comedy. That's what we saw with um, from. That's what we saw from the other parties involved. Then we had a Miz and Gargano shit. Listen, unless Miz is like up to something really, really evil, I don't see how this guy is the bad guy in any of the situation. Like the entire episode made Gargano seem fucking unlikable. Like if this if if this isn't a, if it isn't the sitcom dad humor or him being stopped from checking on Candice because JBL baited him into a match with Corbin or him dancing like a fucking cowboy, I felt like when people advocate for people to get TV time as a badge of honor, this is why you don't put people in every fucking segment because they lose fucking value. And this is what this has been WWE's problem for the last fucking twenty plus years. Miz wants to know what he knows, but Gargano won't tell him, and Miz tells him he's lying. There's just brutal fucking comedy going on. This is where the characters actually think they're being funny. And the dirty promos don't resonate with me as much. Maybe a few people here and there, but as much as I have been giving AEW shit the last couple of fucking months, that company is where I can at least get good fucking promos most of the fucking time, at least. Miz accuses Gargano of using his name for clickbait. Miz comes to the ring for a promo. They show Dale Earnhardt. Miz says... Uh, to get it, get the camera off him, he can beat him uh, using his Tesla. I thought that was funny. He says Gargano's right. He's been keeping a secret, but first a lunatic shows up to Raw and gets carried away by security. The next week he shows up and kidnaps him. After that, he repeatedly attacks and stalks him and finds himself w- waking up in a situation he does not want to talk about. He says the reason why the lunatic targeted him is because of his, of his mind, not some Hannibal lecture. Um, but, but, but this, this knowledge and, uh, and resume is unparalleled when he chose to give self, uh, give a selfless act and uh, share his expertise with up and coming superstar. He should, who should not be named could not stand that. So he chose Tommaso Ciampa. He sat at home jobless and thought that Tommaso stole the opportunity he thought he deserved. He told everyone if they see Ciampa to let him know. Um, you know, and Gargano interrupts and said that we all know that this is not true. He tells me that Champa is not missing. He just texted him a few minutes ago. He's actually home injured. You know, so that's like the only heel thing that Miz has done out of all of this is probably just lie about the, you know, whereabouts to fucking add to his agenda, right? Because Miz is a huge lie. Gargano gets in the ring and says if, uh, if Gargano want, uh, Gargano, he wants Gargano and Dexter out of his life. He should tell the truth and he knows what is going to happen. He has a whistle, he's not afraid to blow it, so WWE's version of Snowden here. Um, you know, I, I I didn't think WWE would have it in them to let someone be a whistleblower and fucking be a babyface, tell you the fucking truth. But then again, they're making a serial killer in an 80 sitcom dad torturing a man and his family, constantly kidnapping him and blackmailing him and extorting someone uh, as being the babyface, you know. So, tr- so truth wins, he said, when... when uh, so truth wins when Dex when 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 Miz thought Dexter was there, but it was Gargano under the sky. Oh, sorry, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. So tr- tr- truth came out basically. Again, I I skipped over the fucking promo part, but truth came out, and he basically goes, "Oh, you know." Uh, he uh, you know uh. He came out basically to go, oh, look, the truth is fucking here, basically. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's what happened. 
you know, because again, you get it because the truth is here, whatever, you know, you know, that's what fucking happened, basically. I thought I, I, I thought I jumped that shit down, I guess I skipped over that part because I was wanting to get it over with. Um, you know. But basically, they set up a match, basically, you know what I mean? Truth did his whole entrance as well, you know what I mean? And then, uh, basically, just, you know, Truth is just being, you know, uh, kind of like, oh, look, you called for Truth, but look, Truth is right here, the kind of thing, you know what I mean? Sorry, that threw me off. I, th- I, th- I thought I fucking covered this part. I, was, I, I did I did part of this last night. I thought I fucking recapped the promo pro- properly, but I guess I just wanted to get through this. So anyway, so Truth and Miz fought. Truth wins when Miz thought Dexter was out there, but it was Gargano under disguise. More sitcom level shit. Then we had Miz's segment after the Candace got jumped by damage control during a sit-down interview. It was not much other than she didn't have backup and Bailey shoved the camera down, so we were left to envision the beatdown. But Gargano's gonna go check on her, and then, uh... And I saw people online saying that Gargano stopped from checking on her and got baited by JBL, but I would like to assume, after the confrontation, when... Confrontation, then, uh... With Miz, um... Where Miss A deceived him, you know what I mean? I, I you know, I, I, I wanted to assume that Gargano would, you know, eventually go and check on her, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to say that, oh, look, he stopped checking on her to go get ready for a match. Like, he could have done, he could have checked on her after this confrontation, is what I'm trying to say. Um, you know. So, yeah, after Miss A deceived him, Gargano goes the other way, and JBL and Corbin are in front of him. JBL tells him that. When he walks a box and sees a Hall of Famer, he stops. He should stop and respect them and give him a handshake. If this was the Attitude Era, Gargano would be carrying his bags, or he would have been, or he would have probably been sexually intimidated in the shower. Basically, I don't know. Gargano says he's eight years old during the Attitude Era. He shakes his hand, tells him that he has nice MC Hammer pants. He looks at Baron Corbin and asks, "What's his name at this time? Is it Happy? Is it King? Is it Constable? Or maybe Boring?" JBL tells uh, Gargano that the modern day wrestling god will beat him tonight, and then JBL tells. And then he come J- later on. The JBL comes to the ring, tells North Carolina that the, um, that he asked him how they're doing. He doesn't really fucking care. They're the problem. They've allowed millennials and Gen Zers to create safe space for losers like Gargano. Charlotte even took the goats of all goats like Jordan and made him a loser. Charlotte's where dreams come to die, and tonight they get to witness our greatness. So. Since we had dirty finishes fucking up all night, JBL got involved because Gargano had his hat on, was trying to dance with a co- uh, on the commentary table. This was really fucking bad. The match was like decent, but JBL swept his legs on the apron and helped Corbin get the end of days for the win. And after the loss, instead of being angry about it, he's cracking more jokes backstage by telling Miz to tell the truth or they'll expose it next week. And Miz gave a get well card for Candace, but it was not signed. Oh, wow. This is all fucking stupid. And by the way, JBL shit is just like doing the safe spaces and all that mega stuff. This is like this is not a problem because it's the more PG version of a mega fucking bullshit. But you think there would be any good guys to counter what what he's gonna say in a meaningful fucking way? No. Elias and Riddle have a fucking stupid confrontation about doing the bongos and guitar combo. I feel like they're trying to make Riddle back to what he was before before Vince got let go or whatever. Alpha Academy show up and they set up a match. Elias beat Gable. There's a dope part where Gable did a moonsault right into like Elias's like um like you know like a uh, knee lift basically in midair while pursuing the moonsault. It was fucking insane. It was pretty... Riddle saves Elias afterwards. It's like they're trying to do a new tag team and trying to capitalize RK Bro. Maybe that's what makes Orton turn a uh, heel or some shit. But 
By the way, I, I know the Elias gimmick is limited, but I feel being Ezekiel for a bit helped him come off as a better worker. And it worked for this match, but the character is so limited, and he can only go so far, but I don't know. You know, I wasn't really, really into the stuff with it. I thought the match was alright, but the angle is just fucking stupid in general. Then we had Theory versus Ali, which was a good match. Theory has been taking losses nonstop, so then suddenly, when you're trying to push Ali, supposedly, then you have him lose to Theory. But I guess Seth distracted, dressed up as a fucking metrosexual matador. That's what Ali lost, basically, because he's on commentary and he was, like, getting involved. Like, you want this feud to pick up steam, you know, maybe have Ali actually win and then do the attack afterwards. Like, Seth was, a, Seth was the most over person in this segment because he doesn't always fucking lose, you know what I mean? But Ali did attack him afterwards by the entrance. I don't know, I, I would have preferred Ali win a fucking match, you know what I mean? It feels like the storyline is going to be like a false push, maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe it'll be revealed Vince is back on a level or some shit because now Theory is getting back wins suddenly. They should just let him cash in on the NXT champion, you know what I mean? MVP set up a match for four jobbers to get squashed by Omos, and while MVP was doing the promo, Omos' hands were covering the jobbers' faces. It felt very old school, you know. I feel people are using the 2.8 million on YouTube as a way, as a success. Like, I get it, people might be into it, but people never want to admit that a lot of the views are paid views and bots and all that doing that shit for some odd reason. Since Omos and Braun went face-to-face for the first time, and Braun was thrown out of the ring like a child. Uh, Braun is one of the biggest and meanest men ever. And MVP just looked at the other guys in the ring and asked them if that happened. If the, if that happened to Braun, what chances do they have tonight? MVP says, um, uh, almost has a fist like a Christmas ham. He tells them to respect their ambition. He respects their ambition, but he applauds their cur- he applauds their courage. But he asks them if they have any health insurance plan. He tells Braun after Crown Jewel there will be one monster in WWE, and that will be, you know, um, Omos. And then Omos beats the four jobbers, very impressive. I get he's not the best in the ring, but he does the best he can for a man his size, you know what I mean? And MVP has helped him feel more important than just being in comedy segments with AJ Styles, you know? It's an old-school approach, approach that I can appreciate. Anyway, Omos beat the shit of these guys. Not sure how good the match between him and Braun will be, but maybe they'll surprise all of us, you know? Anyways, Bianca cut a promo for her main event match against, uh, you know, again, 23 minutes for a non-title match. People didn't even know if it was a non-title match or not even, like, or not even, like, uh... uh, uh, People people didn't know if it was a non-title match or not, even though, like, they never really said it was a title match, you know what I mean? But people were confused. But they had someone interrupt by jumping on the top onto Io and Kai in the ref, and then somebody attacks Bianca... Which then gives Bailey the win, and the person attacked Bailey, and it's Nikki Cross, who looked like really dulled up, but she was doing her old character's characteristics of being kind of insane, which I am a fan of, so I'm glad that this happened. Maybe Niven will be repackaged and actually use her name, Niven. Maybe she'll be aligned with Bullet Club or something, I don't know. But since this company is doing all the on-air shit to add to real-life drama, I would bet they use Dana Brooks because she was associated with Gallows and Anderson in 2016, and that caused, like, I remember, like, this, it became a controversy. Amber Gallows was kind of, had an issue. She was calling her out on Twitter. And nothing ever really was discussed. And then, but then they, but then they did get divorced. And then, if, so this happened, I feel like maybe it gets brought back up in the discourse. Since everything does, you know, JBL being back reeks of him being back. So they can basically cancel him again for shit he's done in the past. You know what I mean? 
Like, they want to pretend that this is a new era and people play dumb about it, but then when they get reminded, then they get reminded and everyone who covers this is socially climbing up pretending to be shocked by it. You know what I mean? Anyway, the main event was good, but it was like the group just kind of had... It's like the, the this group damage control just has some of the same interactions and the same type of fem same females on the brand to feud with and nothing really known other than the standard like nothing ever is really done other than the fucking standard attacks really you know what I mean and and the standard heel shit that we're all used to I guess they have Bailey beat Bianca again but then in a dirty finish but now you have put Nikki Cross in the mix I guess I have to see what happens I assume Bliss and Oscar would be probably back or something like that you know what I mean but I don't know. Let me go for NXT quickly. I did a horrible job covering that. I get, it wasn't a good episode anyways. I, I didn't really give two shits about it, really. You know what I mean? Oh, This show was actually a lot... NXT was a lot better than actually Raw, in my personal opinion. Caden and Katana had a really good match with Nikita and Zoe. Zoe got the win, but the ref didn't see the tag me, so Katana was not the legal person. And another ref... Um, I didn't give the other ref the info. But they let Caden and Katana win the, 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 the match and started over again. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty decent. Not the best, but Kaden and Katana are getting a lot better. The team. I don't know. If, again, I don't know if Zoe's gonna be on the, her own eventually because she's really frustrated and it felt like the training in my fandom has taught me that this is a heel thing. But maybe that's a competitor actually selling a loss for of a title match. But she did forgive Nik Nikita. Said it wasn't her fault, and they'll have a rematch. You know what I mean. We saw a Dijak or Dijakovic fucking promo. It was not about retribution. It's about just, justice, you know. The same burning mask thing you saw there. We'll see how it goes. There was another weird promo from someone doing an anonymous thing on the voicemail with the voice changer or robotic voice. This is being tra this is being transcribed. I put transcripted. Transcribed on the screen. And the guy says his, na his name is Scripps. Spelled with a Y instead of an I, right? But now, how, how would the how would the, the the how would the person doing the transcript of the audio know how to change the spelling? You know what I mean. That's kind of a disconnect. But basically, he's a it's a threat to rip apart all of NXT. I don't know if this is anything new or something to, to do with the established act. But you know that's already existing. I don't know. We had a Waller segment with Wes in the ring. He said they're going to get um get emotional again. He says he wanted to come out and thank everyone for uh, on Saturday night. Never did think he would make it to WWE, let alone be a champion, and damn sure not one on his own. But he was inspired by every, every, everyone's faith and confidence in him, especially when he was alone in the dark. He says winning the title gave him a sense of validation. He's been looking for an entire life, that he belongs, that there's a place for him, that he's loved for what he stands for and who he is. He says when he was on the ladder, people chanted he deserved it. It was in, in, indescribable. He said they don't deserve the, he he doesn't um they don't deserve, he he doesn't deserve the love of the fans have for him and he says he'll continue to exceed and uh, exceed any and every expectation. Then Waller shows him to tell him to stop sucking up because they don't deserve it. He didn't have a good Halloween and he hates it. It's a stupid holiday. And then Wes says Waller can't come out and complain because he lost. Waller says he won technically and he says he's still technically a one and zero against Cruz. Then R-Truth comes in, in his Joker outfit. He says, welcome to Halloween Havoc. Waller cuts him off and asks, what's he doing? Truth says, it's cool. He's coming, uh, He's he he has that British accent, whatever. The crowd's chanting British accent, and then Truth asks, in in, in, uh, in uh, you know, in a British accent, if he's excited for Halloween Havoc. And Waller says he's Australian. The crowd says, no, he isn't. It was pretty funny. Uh, Waller says, Halloween Havoc was three days ago. 
and he wasn't even there. Uh, you know, and and no, and he was there, and then uh, I, and this, this is pretty funny. Wesley does confirm Halloween Havoc was a few days ago, and he won the title. Truth is happy for him that he won, and he says, "My bad." He asked Waller how he did. The fans say Waller lost. Truth says Apollo's nice and saw Waller uh, was in a casket by himself. He would have he would be scared. Waller says he did. He wasn't scared. He just got rolled into a casket, and then our uh, truth goes. It's an obvious pot joke now. Truth goes. Uh, you rolled one up. Uh, uh, you, you rolled the one up right, right up in here, and Waller's just like not fucking entertaining this, and he wants to beat Truth up, but his mind isn't in it, so he's giving Truth like a week to do it. He then goes for the sneak attack, but then Truth ducks, and then Wesley nails him with the fucking title, or I think the title. Like, you know, Truth takes him out as well, then tosses him over the ropes. It was a pretty good. Waller was funny in this. Truth, so was Truth. This was better than his segment on Raw. But Wesley did a good promo. I was worried to see if we're going to see Melo show up again. But I really hope Melo shows up on the main roster soon in some way. The guy has been ready for the last while. Shotzi beat Lash. Uh, Quincy was there too. And Booker T was like... Booker T was not really saying much because he's been getting shit on for not fucking being a fan of Waller. So, like, you know, he's not being a fan of him. So now people think it's like homophobic. And if there is something homophobic shit going down, then it'll be clear, but the guy doesn't have to be a fan if the gimmick seems one-dimensional right now. The guy doesn't really ha- doesn't seem that good. Just twer- and, and just twerking is not going to make people really give a shit, you know what I mean? But at the same time, the, the already homophobes will be out in full force to make sure this gimmick does not get a chance to show what it really is if there's more to it, you know what I mean? But right now, I'm not really impressed with, um, you know, with Quincy Elliott right now. Apollo cut a promo about being happy about being done with Waller. And now he's basically setting his eyes on Braun. Braun was not there. I was actually happy Braun was not there and not overexposed him. Sometimes after a big match, the champion should not take some time off instead of just being put in, put out there because it is required. We saw Edris and Malik and Pretty Deadly do their promos throughout the night, like, you know, basically setting up their match. Pretty Deadly won. It was a good match, though. Pretty Deadly seemed to be getting back into their groove of what they were in the NXT UK. Afterwards, Edris and Malik were upset they lost, but then Odyssey Jones shows up in the parking lot with women driving in a car, tells them to get in, etc. I assume they're going to go to a party or something. We'll see where, where it goes, but it was good to see Odyssey Jones back, you know what I mean? We saw the Creed's cut a promo about the match Julius had with uh, and Brutus thanked him, and when he, he said the deal was for, for five minutes with Brutus... And Ken Bay said he can't happen because he's not clear when he show, showed up on the screen. And then afterwards, Veer and Sanga show up and attack the Creeds. Sanga hesitated into choke slamming, but then Veer helped helped out. But then Sanga, Sanga got back into it. You know, hopefully they can stand out a bit more on this brand. I, you know, I I don't know if if, if they're associated with Camp or they're working for themselves. Ivy walked down and asked Sanga why, and she kind of looked ashamed. We finally got the review, you know, again, the storyline has been, I mean, they looked apart. They looked like, you know, they look how fucking the Godwins looked when they became Southern Justice, basically. You know what I mean? They look like, you know what I mean? But I I hope they do well in this, you know what I mean? Because they seem to have a good look. It seems like there's more, you know, there's more emphasis on their actual, on actual characteristic, actual character shit than actually just being a stereotype, right? We finally got the reveal of Schism's new member, and it's The Rock's daughter, a.k.a. Ava Rain. And I'll say I'm intrigued. Someone who's kind of green, being put in a stable that she's going to outshine. Hopefully she outshines it and becomes the corporate champion, maybe. I don't know. But this was better uh, surprise. It gives me hope about the stable. I hope she delivers. You know what I mean? I know it's going to be hard to live up to The Rock, 
But I really do hope for the best for her. They all look, uh, they all took off their yellow masks one by one to cut a promo. And after they were done, then Ava unmasked, and she gets a good reaction. She has the, the love and acceptance of Schism has given her, uh, has given her, has defied any per, 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 preconceived notion of who she's supposed to be. And she says this family completes her, and she is Ava Ray, and they all hug her, you know what I mean? So I'm, you know, I think this is like a good fucking, uh, I mean, I, I'm glad that she's like not like going, oh, I'm the Rock's daughter and all that kind of shit. I'm sure they'll address it later on, but... You know, I hope, again, now I'm actually hoping for the stable to actually succeed, you know what I mean? Like, the promo, I just, I don't know, I just think the Grizzly Young Vets were, were doing fine the way they were. Maybe it was, like, another tag team that was, like, you know, more unknown. I would see potential in it, but because, like, I, I because I think fucking, you know, uh, Gibson and Drake were fucking doing better as the Grizzly Young Vets, I just think that they should have stuck with that, you know what I mean? Like, Gibson was, like, one of the better promos. Like, he doesn't even look the fucking same, I don't know, man, I don't know. So Ruka and Indy had cut a problem backstage where they're going to have a friendly match, but then Indy tells her doing tricks is cool, but it will only take her this far. She won the match like in two minutes, and then Lecha Lopez shows back up, and she beats them both, beats them up both, right? I'm disappointed that she's not on the main roster with Legal the Fantasma, so I guess we'll see what happens. Does she maybe join them later on or some shit, you know? But I forgot to mention that the Halloween Havoc, they had a Chase U class, and Duke Hudson had his head enrolled in it, and Bodie didn't like it. And this week, he was not, Bodhi wasn't there, and they assume he skipped it. So you're supposed to assume that maybe Duke did, Duke uh, did something. And he's taking, and he's kind of taking over as a prize student, basically. You know what I mean? Duke gives the uh, pen and asks what he, she asks what, what he'll use. He says he'll remember it all in his head. And Chase almost loses it, but then Duke cuts him off and says, yeah, you know what, you're right. And then, and then st- and steals someone else's pen. So I'm liking the story a bit more. This storyline constantly gives me a hearty smile on, uh, you know, on this program. You know what I mean? It's actually like one of the. It's it's like it's silly. It's a silly storyline because it constantly you know it constantly feels more organic than a lot of the stuff in this fucking company. In my personal opinion, we saw Roxanne reflect on her emotional win. Nothing much of this, but at least they gave you a follow up. What that that uh, what, what someone is feeling after a big fucking match. AEW should take notice on how they at least let the women on the roster actually develop their characters. Now, if the characters hit or miss, that's another issue. We saw promos from Dragunov and JD throughout the night. It felt like a big deal because they get the way they're setting it up. Dragunov wants to get rid of JD from this promotion. He you won't be he won't you won't be satisfied until he gets rid of him and all that kind of shit. <laughs> it was like a hard hitting battle. It was like the first time I was really into the JD character, basically. He choked out Dragunov, and he and then he basically passed out. He was busted open. He had to be stretched out. And I'm wondering where it goes, but I'll say this was a better showing as JD as a character than I've seen before, you know. The last thing I really got invested into from Jordan Devlin was probably his feud with David Starr. Like the whole, like, you know, the, the, pro, the, pro, uh, the pro wrestling socialist against the guy that's going for the corporate shit, you know. Anyway, a decent show. This is better than Raw, you know. But we'll see what happens. Anyway, I'm going to get going, so uh, take it easy. Thanks for listening to this, whoever listens to it. Take it easy.